Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going to me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Realist Podcast 7, we back. It's your boy C. Diddy. I'm at Makes Me Sick. We are here. Um, I don't even know what today's date is. It doesn't even matter. It's the 12th? It is the 7th. Okay. Yeah. It's August. Yeah, it's August. I think it's August. Yeah, it's, yeah. and the month is, fl- is, fl- is flowing, man. I used to always say uh, after 4th of July, it's all downhill for the summer because apparently the summer starts Memorial Day now. At least white summer does. It starts Memorial Day. Right. And then uh, once you get to 4th of July, it's kind of like that, me- that in the middle point, but then shit just like just soars through, um, you know, after that point, man. So, yeah, we're already a week through um, August. Uh, we're here for another Media Mondays, uh, the Realist Podcast, Seven man. Um, been putting out a lot of content lately. Um, three new shows on Patreon just already so far this month. On top of the show we put out Wednesday, on top of the fact that last Monday we did a, a triplet release for some old Patreon content just to introduce anybody that's not familiar with our Patreon, the type of, you know, different shows that we got on there. Uh, we put all of that out. So just we've been just flooding just the airwaves or whatever with uh with content and I think a lot of people are uh you know kind of adjusting to you know these new schedules um these new release schedules and stuff like that and just having so much TRPE content that uh might got to dial it back a little bit like we might got to start creating some more scarcity uh because I kind of think that uh maybe there's a little bit of element of like oh yeah whatever like, oversaturation oversaturation Oversaturation. Yeah, oversaturation. And it's like, you know, you kind of got to, in using the 50 cent model, you kind of got to flood the market while you hot because you don't know how long you're going to be hot for. But then there's like, you know, the Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole way of like, yo. I was about to say, the only problem with the 50 cent flooding the market thing is like 50 made like $130 million. Exactly. (laughs) We didn't do that. We did not do that. No. So Can't take a break with no hundred. <laughs> He's like, got to keep working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, so here we are. Yet another Monday, man. We got a live show coming up this Saturday, uh, the thirteenth of August. Still got tickets available. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not August twelfth then. <laughs> yeah, because no, the show will be tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, trpe seven twenty nine dot eventbrite dot com. It's an all inclusive ticket. Uh, we still have discounted tickets available, but the, sh- the ticket includes your show slash entry, includes food, liquor, hookah, 
and um, a merch capsule that we did, um, you know, that's only going to be released uh, through this event or whatever the case may be. Um, we are probably about 50% sold out. We've been hanging around 50% sold out for the last, since we moved it back two more weeks. So we, you know, um, obviously we would have liked to have been further along in the process, but you know, I would imagine that we're going to tick up this week as the event gets closer. Had a bunch of people hit me with the hold the ticket for me. This is not 1997. Yeah, there yeah. are no, I don't have paper tickets. Yeah, it's not yeah. the big read bowling party. Yeah. I don't have tickets to hold. You know what I'm saying? I was treating this drum like <laughs> king of the ring. Yeah. yeah hold yeah. me down. Yeah, uh, so yeah, there's no tickets for me to hold, but you know, I'll do my best. You know what I mean? Sure. So, uh, like I said, man, we about 50% sold out. We've been hanging right around there since we, you know, a couple people got refunds, people booked up, stuff like that. Uh, you know, one of our big supporters of the show just hit me about some more tickets and stuff like that. So I think we're going to be good. We're going to have a good time. Um, it's going to be a dope event. Do I know the big supporter? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she said she was creating a burner page. You know who that is. Oh, okay. okay hit okay. me up about uh, about some, some other tickets or whatever the case may be. Um, a lot of new people come into this show. Yeah. Me, and, me and Matt did a ticket audit, and we went through and seen, you know, everybody who had bought tickets, a ton of new faces. So, mm -hmm. shout out to that. Uh, all the people that we know, though, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, but but neither here nor there. We appreciate the support nonetheless. Uh, regardless of who shows up, whether it's, you know, 200 people or 20 people, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great show. Um, it's going to be dope as fuck. Y'all know how we get with these live shows. Special announcement. This is the last live show of 2022 and maybe forever. <laughs> like, yeah, October is out. And uh, what we wanted to do in December. Is yeah, out. we had a huge event that we were planning to do in yeah. December um, at the Met, like some real like bringing in some big talent and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know if the market is ready for it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll revisit that in 23 um, and see, you know, we can get all of the p parties uh Parties that be on board as far as, like, you know, structuring that, 14th and Market, Jay Petty, um, you know, all our sponsors and all of that that were ready to go with that event. But I just think that, uh, you know, we we ain't there yet. No. We got more work to do. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, with that in mind, man, it's the last live show of 2022. No BS. This is not like, oh, y'all, as soon as they sell out, then it's like, oh, by the way, we added a, the, the October show is back. It's not that. This is the last live show of 2022. Yeah, no, For the so. next uh, four months of the year, September, October, November, December, well, August, for five months, including the rest of August, um, we're just focusing on just being the best damn content creators we can, scaling our YouTube, scaling our Patreon, and that will be where the focus is. We're not going to take any time, money, resources, and attention away from that to do live shows for a while yeah. um so this is the last one for the year and depending upon how things go this might be the last live show period we'll do some live streaming stuff or whatever on patreon um just to boost that platform and give people you know more incentive to join the patreon and stuff like that but uh yeah i think that's it i think i'm i'm, I'm not lying when i say that yeah please confirm this oh you know i'm <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole yeah Today's a good day. Today is a great day. You know, had some good ass food. We went out last night. We had a ball. Let's 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 start with last night. Last uh, night was last the first was... first annual TRPE bowling invitational. We uh we went bowling. We went bowling. Um, you actually put up a very high score. I went. I got busy. Yeah, you got busy. My first game, and then I came back to my average. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You was like the 0-1-6. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Came roaring into roaring. the fire. <laughs> roaring. Killed game one and <laughs> <out>. <laughs> so 
Stepped over a nigga. Yeah. It was, it was I got busy. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had a, a bowl to 127. That was my career high. But prior high was like a 111 or 115, something like that. But I did yeah. a 127. I started off slow. I had a zero and a one in the first two frames. And then I just turned into Pete Weber. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I reached out to shout out Jared and Dom, you know what I'm saying? My homie, I work with him and his wife. He had a and ball, shit. man. And I, I told Jared, like, yo, we all going bowling tonight, you know what I'm saying? You bring your lady. He he hits, he texts me back and was like, um, y'all, we gambling cause we nice. <laughs> so when he when he when when he said we gambling cause we nice, I'm thinking like, oh, they want to go to the casino because they drunk. That's what I thought. Yeah. So then I called him to confirm, I'm like, you want to go to the casino? He was like, no, nah, nigga, I'm saying, like, we gambling because we nice. And I'm like, what you mean? He's like, normally, like, you know, me and my lady versus you and yours, that, like, that's how we do it, like, combined scores. And we do. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we could do that, you know what I'm saying? No problem. Now I'm thinking, like, you know, we all, you know, like, niggas from the hood who just... Average bowlers. You know, I didn't know his fucking wife was a ringer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> He in there talking shit, drinking like, yeah, nigga, I told you, we nice and shit. I'm like, she got 200, you got 13. <laughs> She's nice. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? But, uh, yeah, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Went bowling, had a ball. Um, way too many drinks. Got way too drunk, dog. I, I don't, I, like, and I don't even drink. Yeah, we were, we was, we were in, like, really feeling it to the point where everybody's buying rounds. Yeah. I'm buying rounds. As soon as I got there, Jerry's like, what y'all drinking? I was like, I don't know. Uh, what, are, what are y'all drinking? Oh, I'm drinking that. It's like, I'm yeah. on my Manny Fresh shit. If you ain't got what I'm drinking, then I'm drinking what you got. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Jared buy around. Then I come back, buy around. Yeah. Then Kev show up. Kev buy Kev, nine drinks. Kev was like, yeah, I'm buying round, and I'm buying them for you, too. So you drink. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> there yeah. was eight of us. He bought nine drinks. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Who want an extra? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just way too much Casamigos. Way too fast. The first joint, I pounded it, like, yeah. on some frat boy shit. And then it was all downhill from there. Yeah, once I, that, you, you know you on, because I, I told Jared I love him. I'm like, I love you. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, I'm like, I don't fuck with none of them other niggas be working, but you my dog. <laughs> That's what you yeah, know once, you once, on. Once you as a man start emoting yourself. Yeah, once you, I, no, it's on you now. because no, I love like, you. Like, man. I love you now. Like, yeah, when you start that shit, I'm like, yeah, Kabir pulled up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it was a fun ass we time. We had a ball, man. So we get done the the, the TRP Invitational. Uh, I did win the last round where the where the most money was on the line. Okay, I, mean, I feel good about. Shout taking out to that. that. Yeah, Congratulations. Shout out to that. Um, claps, claps, yeah, claps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got out of there. So then everybody like, yo, what's the move? They're like, oh, let's go to Orient Hookah Lounge. Now I'm like, yo, we tried to go there last week. It was a madhouse. It was a madhouse because they went. Why I'm going to Fez and the John next to State 48 or whatever. So I'm just like, all right, um, yeah, fuck it. We could pull up there. We pull up. You went down first because I was waiting for her to park. And yeah. you was like, yeah, they got a table for us outside. I'm like, okay, cool. And that was a little warm, so whatever. Now, you coming off of being in South Bowl where the, I don't know what the AC was on. Bro, the AC was on optional. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the a- seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AC was. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Throwing bullshit in South Bowl because I was sweaty walking out of yeah. South Bowl, and I, you know, bowling is a sport. Yeah, I never really thought about it till <laughs> yesterday, but like my <laughs> hips was hurting, yeah. my elbows. Y'all played four games. We yeah. did two. Y'all did four. Yeah, we was getting it in over there. Like, <laughs> yeah, real shit. Um, we get to Orient. They like yeah, in the table outside. I'm like, okay, cool. 
Everything night was great. We got shout out to Jules. I had the freezer hose, yeah, the the ice hose. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I had the mango watermelon hookah with the pineapple base. I had some dumb shit. Queen of sex or some shit. Sex on the beach. No, it was Queen of Sex. Oh, Queen She's, of Sex. She said it was sex. My girl said it was sex. It was Queen of Sex. Queen of yeah. Queen of Sex is not. <laughs> lit. Nah, yeah, nah. That shit had like a bite to it. Yeah. It was like some root beer. Yeah. In that <laughs> Barks has bite. Like that shit tasted like yeah, root that's beer. That's a pure Arabian flavor. <laughs> yeah. Like, where's the Americanized she shit? Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is we mix mango watermelon with mint, and then your base is verde. Like all right, I, I didn't ask for this. Like. <laughs> But yeah, no, so we we sit, we start smoking hookahs, Kabiro, we we everybody just started ordering hookahs and it was funny. Did you notice we we was the only motherfuckers with the rich hookahs? Yes. Everybody had like the single cold yeah, little twenty six dollar hookah. Yeah, a little bitch ass <laughs> hookah. Every we all had the freezer hoses with fruit and all the extra shit dancing and shit. So whatever, we smoking the hookah, we chilling, and you know, you could feel it like all right, it's a little warm out this motherfucker, whatever, whatever. Chad gets up. I can talk about this, right? Yes, absolutely. Chad gets up from the table, and Chad says, yo, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'll be back. So whatever. You walk off. Nobody really thinks yeah. about it. Our waitress, the white girl, comes back, and she sits down in your seat. Yeah. And we all just like, the fuck? Like, yo, what's up? And she was like, look, don't be alarmed, but uh, your guy passed out. And we like, what guy? And she was like, the guy sitting in his chair. And I'm like, what? So everybody <laughs> yeah. jumped the fuck up. To go r- rescue me. Because here's the thing. When you tell somebody don't be alarmed, yeah. they're alarmed. Yeah, yeah. Some shit to be alarmed about. <laughs> shit yeah. to be alarmed about. So from this is my POV. Okay. I get up. I'm wobbly spaghetti legs okay. already when I get up. Because I'm feeling, I'm smoking three different hookahs. I'm drinking water. The casa, the, the nine shots of casa that I had all converged on me at one time. Yeah. And I'm like, yo. Like the foot. Yeah, I yeah. felt this feeling before. I need to just go in the bathroom, go to the bathroom, take a piss, possibly take a shit. Throw up, splash some water on my face, whatever, pull an AO, make myself throw up, whatever I need to do, and get myself back together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? AO said that's how that's the key to when you drunk and you keep drinking. You gotta make make yourself throw up and then you can get back to drinking. I remember I was done at Fridays, like done, like I mean like just stuck, done. He was like, yo, go make yourself throw up. I'm like, what are you bulimic, nigga? What the fuck? He lives by this. So um, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, whatever, whatever. I get in the line, I see two brothers in the line or whatever. I'm like, oh hey, pardon me, I'm sorry. I I was about to jump them. I'm like, oh y'all waiting for the bathroom. Yeah, the one boy spoke to me like, damn, what's up, cuz? I be listening to the podcast, y'all be doing y'all thing, man. Congrats, shout out. I'm like, oh, good looking. So now I'm leaning on the pillar, and the shit is just coming over me to the point where apparently me and him said more to each other than that that I don't remember. Oh, yeah. So I'm just sitting there. I'm standing there, and I'm just like, yo, man, they got to come on with this bathroom, nigga. My nigga about to die. And I just, ugh, just fell. You know what I'm saying? Like, buckled. Like, knees buckled. Ugh. And then I just remember two nice Arabian gentlemen, like, we're going to pick you up. You know what I'm saying? On the count of three, just come with us. Lift your weight. We're going to pick you up. So they get me up, give me some water or whatever. They like, you okay? I'm like, I think so. Yeah. They like, yo, you you want to sit? They like, yo, come sit right here. So... From where I fell versus where they sat me at, it was like twenty feet. Yeah, that's what went when because I'm like listening to you say this now. I know where the bathroom is at and where you were sitting when I walked in. Yeah. That ain't even close, bro. So they fucking get me up and get me over there in like a whoosh, like a like a a, a millisecond, and I'm yeah, just no, like, we used to work security at Michael Jackson concert. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna yo, get you out of there. Them niggas got me to the yeah. seat. So now I'm like trying to figure out where I am just to get my bearings in regards to the building itself. Cause I'm like, 
the bathroom is on. The, I'm like, what? I'm like, wait. The bathroom, I was hit. How the fuck? Did I, so now I'm like, how the fuck did I get right here? So I'm just confused. So I finally drink the water, drink the water. They bring me a second water. I'm drinking that, whatever. And by this time, all of y'all are in there. It's amazing that all of this happened in the time period. Like, because it, you, it was like a good four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, yeah. All of this took place. So now I'm trying to get my bearings like, yo, where am I in relation to the building? Blah, blah, blah. Then I got it. There's a boy in there that's bigger than Big Dan. And he like, yeah, no, nah, man. Because, you know, I had the same thing happen to me a couple weeks ago. I was about to say. It was, it was hot as shit outside. Per- Peruvian love. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was love for a second because he's a big bearded nigga. Likes yeah. He When I walked in, that, that was just funny. I'm picking it up. I walked in. The big boy was like, yo, big, he right there. And I'm like, oh, shit. He, you was like at the door. I walked past you. And he, to me, was like, yo, same shit happened to me a couple weeks ago, bro. Get him some water and some electrolytes, maybe some sugar, some apple juice or something. He'd be all right. And I'm like, yeah, no doubt. And I, I was like, shit, I was just overseas. I was Abu Dhabi. I'm like, we were smoking up on the roof deck at the W. It was like 115 degrees. And I'm like, I could feel that shit. Like, yo, I got to get under a fan or some shit like that. He's like, yo, how, how the hookahs be hitting over? So I know them Jones crazy. I'm like, yeah, they wild or whatever. was like, can we finish this conversation? Like, because Kabir is my childhood friend. That's, that's like my, my one of my best friends in the whole world. Like, he goes automatically in defense mode. Like, anything involving me, he like, man, can we help this nigga? Yeah. Like, so we, we, we Telling you, you like, I'm like, yo, you cool? You like, shit just hit me like all the yeah, yo, I don't know what the fuck is like. I'm just trying to get my legs together, my motherfucking eyesight, all this shit. So as as Kabir, like, yo, he talking to you, you know what I'm saying, real close, whatever, whatever. Then Siani came in, so she like, come on, I'm gonna take you to the bathroom. Whoop, 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 whoop. So then the the waitress walked past. I'm like, hey, will you get a chance? I need some new coals on the joint out there. Kabir turned around, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I like my coals. They was going out when we. They was going out when you went to the bathroom. Yes. I know they pretty much asked. <laughs> asked now. So it was so funny because Jules was texting me while this was going on. I'm like, yo, Chad just fucking passed out. And who? He like, yo, what the fuck? Is he cool? Like, is he all right? Like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, I have no clue. I'm like, the nigga walked in and they just was like, yo, he fainted. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, you looked like. No bullshit. You look terrible. Like your eyes was like sedate. You I know I was white as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yo, what the fuck? So Siani almost had to like Scotty Pippen you into the bathroom. Yes. Like flu, flu game. game. Yeah. Yes. Y'all went in the bathroom. You was in there. I'm like, yeah, he in the bathroom now. Da, 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 da. You came out the bathroom like, whew, all right, let me, uh, where the hoes at? And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? So Lee came back in because Lee went to go move the car. Oh, we got a ticket too, by the way. That's a whole other story. Lee came back in and was like, because I'm texting her. I'm like, yeah, chatting. She like, is he cool? Da, 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 whatever, whatever. So then when you came out the bathroom, Lee was like, you sure he passed out? I'm like, I think he did cocaine in the bathroom. I think he, t- I think he <laughs> took a, a rail. Because the nigga looked so much better when he walked in. Dog, I, went in two lines I, went, I went in the bathroom and did what I was planning to do the first time. Took a piss, took a smash. Wash my motherfucking face. Wash my hands first. Wash my motherfucking face. And I was like, whew, I'm good. Because, like, in the building, they got the AC on. It was at a low. And shout out to the, to the, uh, the uh, I guess it's the Arabian gentleman who picked you up. Because yeah. he was like, yo, we got a little waiting list. But this table <laughs> open with the couches. I'm just giving y'all that joint. Sit them motherfuckers outside. I'm like, oh, no doubt. He's like, yeah, so y'all can sit in here with the AC. Now, for the rest of the joint, we was cool. Yeah. Was in the AC, whatever. But then I got hot as fuck and started to feel it. And it was just like, we gotta go. I'm like, hey, let's go. I'm, 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 I'm made day in it. Like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. We gotta go. Yeah. But barring you uh, passing out last night was fun. It was a vibe. Yeah, it was great. It was a vibe. <laughs>
And the best part about me passing out is it got me out of having to drive home. You know what I'm saying? So my girl had to drive home. So now I'm playing passenger. I got the air on 60 on 95 blower. (laughs) Going on 95. Yeah, last night was fun as fuck. That was, that was, it was was just so crazy the way she sat down. It was like, don't be alarmed, but your guy passed out. I'm like, what guy? She was like, the guy whose seat I'm sitting in. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck y'all putting these hookahs? Which raised a whole nother conversation. These places in the city that aren't cleaning right. hookahs. Yo, it's places that I will not go there. I'll go there and drink. I won't smoke their hookah. And we because had a whole conversation. I didn't know that this was because I just assumed. You yeah. know, how you just give my fuckers the benefit of the doubt. Don't. And, like I have a hookah <laughs> in my house now. I clean that joint after every single time. Yeah, you have to, so that it's clean for the next joint. Yeah. Like, and it's wild. Like motherfuckers do not clean them shits. Here. Yeah. Like I've had situations, and I won't say the venues. I'm not trying to disparage them, but I've had situations in places where I would go, I would be there, you know, whatever, smoke they hookah, and I would have to, like, go in the back, like, and lay down and take a nap and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, the hookah would fuck me around that bad or it would give me wobbly legs. See, Siani, same thing. She said she literally was coming out of a place on South Street. I'm not going to say my people, so I'm not going to say where. But she said the hookah had her shit. She said I had one shot and I smoked hookah for, like, 35 minutes. She fell on her face yeah, coming out of that. She joint. fell like on her nose. Like on her face and popped back up. Like, cause you, you smack the cement. Like you either going out or you getting yeah. up. And she's, and then people all of a sudden like, yo, are you okay? She's like, yeah, like, I don't know what the fuck happened. And it's like, yo, sometimes man, it's like that combination of, of, you know, tobacco. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Echo, flavor, nicotine, chemicals, and then whatever the fuck is in that bowl, the fucking, they not clean the what's the name, and then the hose yeah. or whatever the fuck. If any of that shit is not right, like, you will go out. Yeah. Like, you will go out bad. Mm-hmm. But so it's like, it's like some places I just refuse to smoke their hookah. I love them. Uh, you know, I'll go there and get drinks, whatever the fuck like that, but I will not smoke their hookah, yo, because it's, it's a danger to my fucking It's kind of wild that, like, you know, um, like, that that places are like that when it comes to, you know, servicing people. Like, even down to, remember the whole shit was, like, about people cutting a liquor and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dan, you can speak uh, yeah. prophetically on that. You know what I'm saying? We know the godfather yeah, cutting yeah, liquor. Yeah, we ain't going to say his name, yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, but I'm man. I'm a capo. <laughs> <laughs> Cut liquor capo. <laughs> Fucking terrible. But yeah, outside of you, you fainting. That was last night was was pretty fun. We, we had a ball. Man. And the crazy part is, I'm sitting there where it's like, again, the creative juice is flowing. I'm like, we had, and the crazy part was, we was so lit. We had other <laughs> lanes coming to like fuck with us yeah. in the bowling alley. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what I thought about in that moment? TRPE Invitational, <laughs> renting out the whole motherfucking yeah. bowling alley, invite you, know, and but I'm just like, mm, y'all don't fuck with shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like. You're killing our creativity. I'm like, this would be fun as shit to do. Old school bowling party. Like a real live joint, but it's just like, you're back to square one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't even create a vibe. It's a vibe. Like DJ Boogie, A Boogie. (laughs) Shout out A Boogie. I seen him at the Rump game the other day. Oh, do you want to go to the Rump Championship? Yes, absolutely. A hundred thousand percent. I was going to ask you about that. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm media. Media, yeah. Yeah, Media credentials. Shout out Mike Moore from the Rump. Yeah, Mike Moore, he actually is going to come on the show. He uh, he he came up to me. I'm thinking, like, 
Kim like, oh, let me do introduce you to the uh, the organizer of the tournament. I'm like, this white man don't want to talk to me. He literally seen me. He was like, oh shit, TRP. He was like, yo, y'all just had Jay Petty on. Let me get my interview. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever you want, my man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I him need... and AO like this. Yeah, I need... I've been to Mike's house. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out the whole rump going on right now. I think uh, Blue Magic is already in the championship today. Is FOE versus South Philly, I believe. Okay. Uh, uh, who is uh, gonna play in the championship tomorrow? I'd like to see FOE because you know they're going to bring somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who the speculation is that they was talking about bringing, but, yeah, it's a big name. You know what I'm saying? That's speculation, of course. There's no guarantee yeah. on this shit. Remember, the Harden shit wasn't official till like, that morning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're speculating somebody. They told oh, no, they're the Ranger King, so whoever they speculate is more than like <laughs> I mean, you know how that shit. But you think about the whole Durant shit yeah. with the Joan in Delaware. Remember, he didn't play. Bruh. That was a whole fiasco. You know what I mean? So look at LeBron in the Drew League. Like, granted, you knew that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but they like, were saying Kyrie was supposed to play too. Then it was a whole thing around, like, well, where the fuck is Kyrie? It's right. like, it's and, Kyrie. And Kyrie <laughs> popped up at a Joan in Jersey the other yeah. day. You know? So, yeah, you really never know what that the shit is. The Joan out Seattle was crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Paolo had uh, 50? Yeah, 53? Chet, Chet had like 35. <laughs> they, they, combined, they had like 80 something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. was getting busy. Yeah, the Dykeman was wild and shit yeah. the other night. I seen Meek was up there with the mayor in New York and shit. Yeah, like it was the joint the other night was cool. It was cool seeing a bunch of people, you know, people coming up to you. Y'all fuck with the podcast, bro. Y'all fuck with the joint, like, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. It was a cool little joint. Deke hit me and was like, Deke was like, uh, he said something on my story. And I was like, yeah, I'm surprised you're not here. He was like, oh, I'm here. I'm just. You know, I'm in the cut. I can't deal with all that shit. He was like, they nigging right in front of you. And I was like, yeah, like, because I had, I was on the, the, the front row. Yeah. And the kids just like, they just took up Brody. Like, yo, we sitting on the floor. The young boy's like, yo, oh, you care we sit I'm just like, I don't give a fuck as long as y'all ain't like in my way, in my feet space or whatever. So they, it was like 40 of them. And oh, deep, shit. Yeah, like I had like the whole, yeah, like all the little, uh, what y'all call them, drillers. <laughs> they was all sitting right in the, like on my feet. And Deke was like, they nigging a little too much right where you at. And then I bounced. I left after, in the middle of the third game, and then Deke hit me. He was like, yeah, they nigging a whole lot now. And it's just, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He there now. I'm sure he's going to be there tomorrow. But, yeah, yeah, no, we'll pull up for the chip, you know what I'm saying, tomorrow. Yeah, shout out to all of the, like, the Philly programs, the Rump League, the Brotherly Love League, mm-hmm. all them Jones, man. Y'all doing a great job of, uh, you know, facilitating that pro-level talent and also shining a light on some of these guys that play overseas, um, you know, the, the young up and coming guys that's tearing it up and all of that shit, man, that shit dope, man. It's, it's, it's really great to see that y'all really like, you know, are a part of people's uh, summer every single year, man. That shit is dope to me. Absolutely. I'm going to give a shout out to Khalif Wyatt. Uh, the other day he had the uh, shout out to him and shout out to somebody's boss, the white ball mm-hmm. Jaworski, I think is his last name. Uh, they had gee funny. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do it look like I give a fuck. Mm-hmm, he was yeah. on the mic. And he kept fucking with the white boy because he was like the only white boy on the team. Like somebody's boss, you know, he somebody works for him and they owed him a favor, so they <laughs> weren't even put him on the floor. But he started going the fuck off yeah. in the second half. He wound up having forty four. He was cooking. I mean, like the gym was going crazy because yeah. he was knocking down three step backs, driving to the lane. He they was down twenty two to uh, the Twins. He came back yeah. and they tied it up with like a minute left, Damn. and they wound up losing and shit. But yeah, he was going off. Shout out somebody's boss and Khalif Wyatt had the moment of the game in the first game because he played with Tyrone Barnes in him in the uh, first. John. Khalif got a drone where the the, 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 
Motherfucker hitting right in the face, like right in front of us, right in front of the ref. I mean, like popped him in the face, and the ref didn't call the foul. And he just like stopped and looked at the ref. Was like, God. and everybody cracking the fuck up because it's like, yo, we all blatantly seen and heard that <laughs> yeah. shit. And then he stepped back and knocked down the three. And that, that that was a dope ass little moment. But the I like them pro am games yeah. this year. Where you see motherfuckers get to come out and play, and it's in the third. And shout out to Dejounte. Is it Dejounte? Dejounte. Shout out Dejounte Murray. Yeah, he just uh, got traded to the Hawks. He had a tweet the other day. He was like, yo, y'all NBA niggas need to go out and play in these programs because it give people a chance. Like, think about it. You know, it's like, I think it's like 8 to $12 or whatever to get in yeah. the room. Like, you can go and see some real live talent and not have to spend $1,500 to go. So he was like, yo, get out there and play in these zones. And the next day, him, John Collins, and Trey Young, yeah, pulled up to the uh, program down there in yeah. Atlanta and they was out there cooking, throwing oops, right. all crazy shit. Yeah, so yeah. I fucks with the programs and everything around that shit. The, um, this week, we're going to start uh, a little differently. I don't ever start with a y'all weird, but... You kind of have to. Yeah, because y'all, y'all are weird as shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, there was a, a, a car crash that the, the initial video was... Because it was all over Twitter, all over Facebook, mm-hmm. and no one really knew what happened. You just saw that there was this mega accident on, out of all places, Slauson and La Brea. Yes. Like, right on the corner of Slauson right. and La Brea in, in uh, Los Angeles. And you just see this car in broad daylight traffic while it's, like, traffic traffic. Yeah. Just come out of nowhere, and a fucking fireball ensued behind the shit. So when people see it, I'm like, you know, your initial reaction is someone fell asleep. Some, uh, an accelerator yeah, had to have gotten had stuck. A, 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 a epileptic seizure, anything. Because what the fuck else would you be going that goddamn fast for to where you just like, the, it wasn't even like you had a green light and it went red. I mean, like the light was, like traffic was going. Yeah. And, and that shit just came straight through. Wasn't no cop chasing it, nothing. So when it all, you know, at the end of everything, six people got killed in this situation. Yeah, six people got killed, including one girl who had her, her infant son, and she was pregnant. That's crazy. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? 23-year-old girl had her infant son, and she was pregnant. Four other people get killed in this situation. Then when you come to find out, uh, the young lady's name is uh, Nicole Linton. Yeah, she's a 37-year-old registered nurse, apparently from Texas, working in uh, Los Angeles or whatever. Um, suspected of driving at speeds of at least 100 miles an hour. I saw the thing that said that the uh, street camera clocked her at 106. Yeah. Um, She plowed through a busy intersection around 1.40 p.m., claiming the lives of six people. Now the whole story is starting to come out that apparently she had an argument with her boyfriend, and she was drunk and apparently trying to commit suicide. Now, I don't know if this is the truth. But I've been in a situation when I was driving trucks. I was on, uh, I believe it was I-30 going to York, PA. And the whole highway was shut down because a woman who left a suicide note for her family drove onto the interstate the wrong way. Oh, damn. Yeah, she was trying to commit suicide. And she wound up plowing into a car head on. She died and the driver of that car died. And, you know, when the coroner got to come, they basically had to shut the highway down. Yeah. And all that. So we was just out there. We was out there for like four hours and shit. Hey. It was nuts. And... The y'all weird in that, if this is the truth, is, listen, do I, con- do I condone suicide? Not really, because, you know, I get it. Shit be fucked up. You know, you be down, whatever. I've been down. You know what I mean? If, if that's the route you're going to take, 
you can't include no one else in. Yeah, it. you can't take six other people with you. You you, you can't take anyone yeah. with you. If that's the route you're going, you got to pick a suicide that like doesn't involve us. Yeah, find a mountain range, find uh, you know, a cliff to go off of, take 92 aspirins. You know, the razor uh downward that way works you know what i'm saying but it's just like you can't get on the bus and be like i'm blowing the bus yeah. up it's like yo i'm on this I got a bomb. hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker it's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah, like I'm on this, John. This ain't it. That's not cool. This, this, this ain't it and that ain't cool. So it's like if that's the, the case, it's how, like, over, the, over your dude. It's like, it's like who broke up with you, Jay-Z? Like, what the hell? Like, it's like, I think I'm a pretty incredible nigga. I would hope that my girl not going to drive her car into somebody's crib at 106 miles an hour if yeah, I break up with her. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, who is this nigga? Yeah. What type of dick he got? Yeah. How many Birkins did he buy? <laughs> exactly. Like, this doesn't make any sense. This isn't computing. Yeah, no, the, pu- the computers are not putin' on this one. And, and you, know uh, how, you know how crazy God is? Like you, if again, if this is the case, you go to try to commit suicide. Now you don't kill six people, and you got to live with this shit. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah. She was fucking sitting on the curb after that shit happened. That's insane. How the like, and that's the how the fuck did you even get out of that shit? It was a fireball, an instant fireball. You know the sickest part of this shit, bro. I was reading the report. The infant son didn't die on impact. Damn. Somebody who was in the gas station tried to save the son and couldn't. And I'm like, young boy felt that. Yeah. And that's in a situation like this essentially proves that divine intervention is real and that we don't have as much control over our lives as we think we do. No, the fuck you don't. And that our actions. It's already written. Have repercussions. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And just because you decide that, like, this is what I'm doing doesn't mean that it's going to go the way that you think it's going to go. So now you didn't change all of these people's lives. And you got to go sit in jail for the rest of your life. And there's already people like, yo, give her the gas chamber. Give her the needle. Like, this is just completely reckless on a different level. And, like, now, whatever sympathy people might have had for you with, for what you was feeling because you was feeling suicidal and this, that, and the third, it's all going out the window because of this really, really dumb choice that you made. Like, if she would have decided I'm getting in a car and committing suicide and drove her car into a tree and then lived and that story came out, people would have sympathy for you. Absolutely. But once you kill innocent people, innocent kids, pregnant women, it's just like, like you know what I mean? Like, you could have just went home and watched something on Lifetime. Literally. Like, real shit. You could have called your mama, anything. Like, you, anything other than what you did. Bruh. 
This is a really, really terrible situation, man. Uh, you know, prayers to the to the friends and family of everybody that was lost in the situation. Prayer to Nicole's family, like, because I'm sure they scared shitless. Like, yo, because when it's something this like this, ain't the Nicole Linton we exactly. probably know. Being because of the extremity attached to the situation, I'm sure everybody around the situation is like, what the fuck? One of the comments I did see that was very interesting. I should have got his name, but he commented on the post and was like, prayers. Go out to everyone involved, everyone that was murdered, everyone who was going to be affected by who was murdered. And I also, because a lot of people don't want to do this, prayers out to her and her family because it's like yeah. y'all lives is completely altered now. And he's like, that's something that we missing in this shit where it's just like, if you do believe in God, you believe in forgiveness. And it's like, you made a terrible choice and you're going to have to live with it and deal with the consequences. But it's like... You gonna have to live with it and yeah. deal with it. like that. That's gonna be some heavy shit to live and with. Being as though that she's a travel nurse or whatever the case may be, who's to say that you know she's not the breadwinner for her family and all of that? And then now their lives change because of her decision. It's just like it's so many uh, dominoes that fall when somebody decides to make an extreme choice the way that she did, man, and a selfish choice that she made. And um, it's, it's really heartbreaking, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, yo, we don't know what she was going through, what she was feeling, or, you know, how how bad the breakup was or whatever the case may be. But nothing should push you to, like, I'm driving my car into somebody's crib. Like, that's crazy. Well, no, not a crib. She hit another car. Oh, another car. It was an accident. Oh, because I saw, like, a building burnt up. No, all. it was at the fireball oh, they, okay. at the gas station. Like, it was across the street, you know what I'm saying? So it looked like it because she hit the car so hard that yeah. it impact, it blew the fuck up. And it was up on like the building so it looked like it, yeah no nah, she had That's a car nice. you know and that car hit another car and the, you know like yeah shit is just it's all bad. It's awful man yeah suicide is 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 not it no not at all you know like call the hotline call your mama yeah it's, it's tons of resources out there because now over the last 10 years we understand that all of us are on the brink of a breakdown at some point or right. another Right. Like and we and there's real live sympathy and empathy for mental health causes and people feeling suicidal and depression and all of that. And it's like, yo, you gotta use the resources that are allotted to you. But it's like this the the you know the 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 levels of decision making and discernment that she went through to come to that conclusion were all bad. Mm -hmm. It's just a broken chain the whole way, man. And people's lives are changed forever as a result of it. Bro, I remember seeing a tweet years ago. It was like, uh, um. Telling your girl you gonna kill yourself when y'all break up is in a is a don't break the glass in case of emergency. Right. You can't just keep pulling it. You know what I'm saying? You get one of them, Joe. You ever use one? Absolutely. Oh, okay, it ain't just me. Absolutely. She came running too. Hey, dog. She came running. You know what I'm saying? And I remember me and Lee split like bad split. She's with her mom crib and shit. I said that shit. She's like, why the fuck would you say that? I'm coming back from Delaware. I, I was at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I had to hurry up and get the house. Get depressed. Get depressed. Hurry up. <laughs> you give me the covers. I got 62,000 tickets. Give me a coffee mug. Hurry up. Let me get out. <laughs> yeah, I got to get back home. It ain't funny, but it's funny. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. It ain't because we've all done it. Yo. Oh. Hey, we, we transparent here on this podcast. <laughs> we've all done it. I've definitely pulled that shit. Am, I, am I mid-20s? Oh, man. Yo. Listen. You gonna give up on me like everybody else gave up on me? It's like nobody else gave up on me. <laughs> like, you gonna give up on me like everybody else? I don't got nothing to lose. You gonna walk away like everybody else in my life? <laughs> Literally doing it in my life. <laughs> They've all been there the whole time. He's still there. They super supportive even through this dumb shit I'm doing right now. They still mm. supportive. I thought you the only one that loved me. Yeah. <laughs> 
You all I got left. Nobody loves me anymore. We was just at your mom's house yesterday. Yeah, what do you mean? I'm the only one you got left. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I dumped all my hoes for you. You gonna uh, do this shit to me? Ooh, boy. Yeah, man. That shit is... It's, Damn, Shorty went out bad. Yeah, she went out bad and sad, man. Bad and sad. Can't go out that bad and sad. No, not at all, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that person. Suicide is not the move. No. From from us to you, suicide is not the move. No. Because I mean, they just going to still make jokes about you. For sure. You know what I'm saying? We are right now. Like, that's the fucked up part. Like, doing that? Yeah. You really, like, like nothing really changes. It's like Meeks, like they gonna talk about you whether you got it or you don't. It's just one of them things. And eventually life goes on. And it's you just gonna be the crazy Joe that fucking tried to kill yourself and fell. And that's the crazy part. Like all the good you've probably have done. It all gets erased in this it, moment. It all just gets eradicated that fucking quick. It's just out the window. So yeah, man, prayers and shout out to everybody. Not shout out, but like prayers and like, you know, like it, it's it's a fucked up situation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, people are like, yeah, I'm going to pay close attention to this because it's like, yo, you want to know, like, what, where, what, what, was, what was going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how bad was it? Because I've been in some bad situations, and it wasn't that. Yeah, definitely not. Like, like, I'm chalking everything. You know what I mean? It's bad. It's, bad. it's no other way to describe it other than it's, just, it's bad, it's unfortunate, it's sad, it's heartbreaking. Everything and anything that like involves children is extra like gut wrenching. Where it's like, damn, sis, like, what's wrong with you? Now you didn't think this one through. No, you didn't. But I know for a fact, and people are like, no, nah, this can't be real. And I'm telling you, I really was in a situation where I I saw it, and I sat on motherfucking yeah. thirty for almost four hours, and that was what happened. And then shorty, I seen it on the news. She left her family a suicide note, then got in her fucking. It was a Ford. The, the, the freestyle, whatever the fuck van was, and drove that shit onto the highway the wrong way. And it's like, that's a crazy, because it's like, that could be any of us. Exactly. Literally. Like, how, like, how are you going to make me the executioner in your suicide attempt? Right. Type of shit is it's that? It's suicide. Keep that to yourself. Keep that over there. I'm going to, to Wegmans. Right. You understand? Like, I don't know if you've been to the pub before. It's delicious. They got real Japanese <laughs> motherfuckers in there making sushi. Them ain't white people. This is real Japanese people at Wegmans making sushi. I'm going to get some shrimp tempura. <laughs> Somebody earlier was like, uh, niggas swear they, they love sushi and all they eat is shrimp tempura. I'm like, I'm niggas. You, you got me. You <laughs> figured me out. You figured me out. All I eat is spicy tuna rolls. I'm, I'm niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I'm headed to Wegmans to get my, my shrimp tempura on. And here you come wanting me to kill you. Damn what type shame. of shit is that? Damn shame, man. You know what I'm saying? It's bad. That's bad. Very bad. You could have got a quarter stick of dynamite, put it in your mouth, and lit it. Left me out of it completely. You could have you could have took the punk ass route and just sat in the car in the garage with the car running. Oh yeah, the monoxide joint. Yeah. Carbon monoxide joint. You could have did that. Like there's so many joints you could have pulled that wouldn't have been as extreme. But I'm pretty sure probably we're gonna find out in a you know in a couple coming days or a couple weeks or whatever. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She probably, all right, cool, watch this. You're going to see me everywhere. Nigga, are you leaving me? You're going to see me everywhere. And then 
here we have it. All bad. Thoughts and prayers with everybody, man. It's a super unfortunate situation. Now, I do have another y'all weird that actually happened. Irv Gotti. All right, we, 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 like, bruh. Bruh. Like, bruh. And I'm a super Irv supporter. We got to call it like it is, man. That, yeah. The whole tone of that This interview, actually happened for real. Yeah. There this ain't no speculation of what's going on. The whole on tone of that interview was very nasty. And it's like, whatever information can be gleaned from the things that he was saying, your nastiness overshadowed it. And it just came off as, like, very narcissistic, very bitter, um, very self-centered, and essentially just, like, a misogynistic play to further humiliate a person that you fell out with 20 years ago. Like, this isn't, like, a new situation coming back to light. This is some old shit that was already essentially adjudicated in the public. Y'all relationship been ended. She didn't date it. Nelly and whoever the hell else after that, like you going back four five, six relationships ago, yeah. um, you know, you didn't moved on and all this different stuff. And it's just like to just get on that platform as huge as that platform is on revolt drink champs, their biggest show. And just like, let her have it like that. It just felt very nasty. Yeah. And very clown-like. Yeah. It wasn't a good joke. No. It wasn't a good joke. You know what I'm saying? And I think the whole point of it was to, like, humiliate her. And it's like, oh, bitch, you ain't going to be with me? Fuck you. Watch this. And it's un- and that in it is unfortunate because it's just like, yo, knowing what we know about Irv today, this is obviously before the deal got done and all that because he said I signed a letter of intent and blah, 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 blah. And then the other day he just said, like, yo, my wire hit and boom, boom, boom. Boom, whatever case may be. So with that in mind, it's just kind of like, damn, what kind of place were you in a month ago or two months ago, whenever this got done, that, like, you just came in there just on 10,000. Right. And you just like, yo, I'm just going to, like, light this woman up the whole time I'm here. Because they would move on to other shit, and then he'd be like, no, because this, this is really what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm home and minding my business with my wife, you know what I'm saying, enjoying my evening. And my girlfriend come on fucking TV with Nelly. I was supported to the show who's married says, no, nah, like on some real shit though, like when you when, when your girl be tripping that <laughs> <laughs> Like no, nah, when your girl be tripping, that shit is a lot to take in. And here's the thing. That's a real human emotion. And you know, being a a, reco- a reformed toxic nigga, I can understand being with your your main chick and your side bitch do some shit that's yeah. less than less than acceptable. Yeah. That heartache is yeah. different. And you just sitting there, and you you want to tell her, man, it's <laughs> not ass bitch. Look at this shit. You want to tell her this bitch did? She ain't supposed to hand. She yeah. posted the whole nigga. Yeah. It's like when your side bitch learn learn her value and her worth and go get her own man. <laughs> that shit is like a different level of heartbreak. What the fuck's wrong with her? What the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Y'all All this shit. brainwashing I did. You just gonna defy my teaching and go out here and get your own man, bitch? The fuck is wrong with you? Defy my teachers is funny as shit. But you can't go on drink champs and say that. Yeah, no, you can't sit down with motherfucking uh, Alex Holly and be like, no, they got you on a small business. Hey, how you doing, Alex Holly? Yeah, they small got you on a small business. You're like, no, let's talk about some real shit. Especially Nori, because Nori will go off the bender. You get the story like, what did you fucking Shantae in the back of the truck? <laughs> they got you on it for a small business hotline. you like, no, my biggest thing is this. I'm trying to figure out why this bitch went out to Fez last night with, <laughs> with Ben Simmons. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know what I'm saying? 
I make two hundred twenty six thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? I oh. thought that was I thought I was doing oh. pretty goddamn. I follow good. Tyrese Maxi on the gram. I see his hand all on the bitch thigh. I'm like yo, that look like the thigh tag. I'm, like, I'm like goddamn. Because <laughs> I bet you know what I'm saying. I bet on Tyrese Maxi a lot, so I know what's up. Now I'm like, yo, when I took Tyrese Maxey over for 18 points and he only had 14, it's like, was this like a, like, like was this going on the whole time? You trying to play Because where was you even at to be meeting Tyrese Maxey? I'm really trying yo. to, who introduced you to him? Because she's a hoe too. Yo. Y'all awesome hoes is what I'm really trying to yo. say. And Alex Holly just sitting there like, nigga, what? You, you ever like, you want a headline, Alex Holly? I'll give you a headline. You ever have like your chick go out with like her friends? And you know when you go out with your homies, it's like you, like me, you, Kev, Dan, Rod, like you go out with your homies and it's like y'all go out, get some drinks, go to a spot, go to another spot. It might be turnt, order a bottle. Go to a Chinese bathhouse, whatever. Whatever the <laughs> fuck you get into. But you don't run into like nobody. Yeah, like, ain't, you ain't gonna see me with like Ananda Lewis. You like 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 you ain't gonna just randomly run into Giselle bunch of <laughs> yeah, you know or saying? Christina Milia, right? But when your girl and her friends go out, it's like, why are y'all in pictures with Cedric the Entertainer? How did, how, how did y'all meet this nigga? Where y'all bitches ran into Kevin Gates at? <laughs> what yoga temple y'all was y'all was at doing hot yoga and ran into this freak ass nigga? Dog, I remember Lee was like, I'm going to run to the store, then I'm going to run to the Apple store to pick up my new AirPods. I'm like, okay. She sent me a picture all hype with Bradley Cooper. I'm like, how the fuck did you be Bradley? <laughs> no, he was just coming out of Whole Foods. And <laughs> just Whenever they the fuck out, it's just somebody to fuck around yeah. magically. So I was like, yeah, like that shit is hilarious. Like, just go out and just, <laughs> oh, yeah, I met, you know, Bogdanovich <laughs> at the club. <laughs> shit crazy. Yeah, the club with Bobby and Toby. <laughs> You're drawing a picture with a Russian oligarch. And, like, this shit is nuts. But, yeah, man, Irv just, that wasn't it. No, that was that. No, was that, 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 that wasn't it. That, that was a bad job. That was definitely a And it's almost there. like, yo, were you drinking before you got here? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you did some lines? Y'all niggas, re- yeah. you, you and John got together and started doing ecstasy yeah, again? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Did you see Ashanti came out last night with Nelly? Yeah. Yeah. People in the comments like, check on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. And uh, shout out to BF. BF made a very good point the other day. It was like, have y'all seen Ashanti? (laughs) I feel her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, man's got a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's wonderful to look at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. She's gotten better looking at 40. Yeah. And a better body. And a better body. Yeah. And it's like she got the corn off of her. Like she could dress now, like the whole like I get it, but it's like, damn dog, you can't do that on TV. Yeah. Which at this point, Drink Champs is television. So you can't do that on TV. Shout out to Butter. Butter the other day had a tweet that I literally laughed off for ten minutes. And only him could tweet this, but Butter said, How you gay and can't dress? What was you doing in the closet all of you? <laughs> Easily the funniest shit I saw. In the closet taking a nap. (laughs) Jeez Louise. How you gay and can't dress? (laughs) What was you doing in the closet all of (laughs) year? That's ridiculous. I fell out of it. That was definitely tweet of the week. I fell the fuck out of it. 
Oh man, but yeah, Ashanti. I don't know why I thought of that, but Ashanti came out last night with Nelly to perform "Body." Is it "Body on Me" or "Body yeah. on You"? Whatever. Body on me. The song ain't that great. It's not a good. It didn't no, do shit. Nothing. Literally nothing. Nelly's Nelly's run in rap was very very peculiar because it's like he he peaked so quick. Yeah, he peaked off the rip. The rip, like off the jump, like the what what uh uh, uh Poppy said, the gun bust, like yeah. just immediately, and then just like. Never really recaptured that, and then it just got to a point where it was like the it was like honestly, Nelly is like a St. Louis Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like the second album, you know, Nelly's second album did six mil, yeah. like Fifty second album did six mil, but like, and he had a smash, he had dilemma, like Fifty had just a little bit in Candy Shop, but it's like this ain't the first John, and then the next album had like. That one hit, like Nelly had the one smash and 50 had I getting money. Yeah. And then the next joint was like, we do not care about. <laughs> we do not care. We do not <laughs> care about Rocket. What was it? Stepping in my J's or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And then like, like, like 50 with G unit. He had Stunt 101 and uh, what was the other G unit song? Uh, all of them was on it. I don't know, but I know that album sold 4 million copies. Whatever. Nelly had with his homies Air Force Ones. Then Nelly hauled off and did grills with Paul Wall. Oh, 50 had uh I get money with No 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 with uh Fuck. I can't think of the record. AO Technology? No. Hated to love it and all that oh, with game. It. Like he had those records with yeah. other motherfuckers, and it's like Nelly and 50 low-key have like the same exact career. Like where it was only like four and a half years. Yeah. Real shit. Yeah, and then later on, Nelly popped out. He had the pop record. He had Just a Dream that did real good, did like three million or whatever. But it was like no, the album sold like four copies. He had dropped down and get your eagle on. Yeah, that yeah. was Sweat and Suit. Sweat and Suit. He was still hot. He did. He I debuted ain't. number one and number two with both albums. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. I mean, it's Nelly. Yeah, he was still. He still had the heat on him because he had Hot in Here. I think was on uh, one of those albums. Which album was Hot in Here on? Was it on Nelly? Hot in Her. Hot in Her. Hot and Her. Hot and Her was on the... Uh, <laughs> was that on Nellyville or was it on Sweat? Sweat it was on the second album. Okay. Hot and Her. All right. Because that was Chris Rock from uh, uh, the, the, the movie. He was the uh, the uh, president. Got you. The Hot and Her was the joint that they played at the ball. <laughs> yeah. the, the white boy was like... He's, he's like, what the hell was that? He, Chris Rock was like, man, I was just trying to get the party started. The white dude said, listen, I'm in charge of your campaign. If the party needs to get started... I'll handle that. <laughs> and some Garth Brooks. Oh, silly as shit. But yeah, Nelly and 50 low-key had like the same exact career. No, that's a, that's a good comp. Yeah, real dope. Definitely like the same exact career. But yeah, man, uh, Irv went out bad. He went oh, out bad and sad. Yeah, bad, yeah, that's the theme of this, bad and sad. And it makes me think, what type of pussy do Ashanti got? Because he was acting unusual on that. He was giving up like, he was really pillow talking to Nori. Yeah. He was pillow talking to the y'all. Yeah. Yeah. He said, happy got made because we just got finished having sex, right? And I'm just like, Irv, what are you doing? Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> I feel him, though. Did I ever tell you I bagged Ashanti? <clears throat> no, you didn't. At Great Adventure years ago. Killed that. Yeah. I was like, what's up? And she was like, hey. And kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, bagged I kid. bagged Ashanti. Little four dates. <laughs> <laughs> it was lit. You know what I mean? But yeah, she was at Great Adventure. We was all there and shit. And I remember like she was coming towards us, like her mom, her, her sister. Like they all look alike. Yeah. They all got that face. That real good black right. woman face. Mm -hmm. She was coming towards us. I was like, hey, what's up? And she was like, hey. And kept walking. 
That's like when I was uh, like 14, I bagged Pepper at Great Adventure. But uh, like, but Pepper, Pepper, but Tretch was there. I bet Pepper was like 40. No, when I was like 14. What year were you 14? Uh, the fuck? That was in the 90s. Pepper's like, like 50 something now. Yeah, nigga. All right, so take how old you think I am? You 37. That was 25 years ago. All right, I get. It. <laughs> I see what you say. Yeah, yeah. But Tretch was there. You know with a dog like? collar on, bro. <laughs> Literally with a dog collar on. <laughs> and no shirt. <laughs> Tretch go to all events where his shirt option. Yo, yo. Tretch will show up with jeans with pockets big enough to put a 40 in. <laughs> no shirt and a dog collar. Yeah. yeah. Straight up and down. Yo, I watched a movie with Tretch recently. Oh, I know it was bad. Dog. He was uh, a disgraced MMA fighter that okay. killed the nigga in the ring. Ended up owning his own gym and becoming um, a trainer, but he had like he's a degenerate gambler. So he ended up owing the the villain is Quentin Rampage Jackson, mm. and he's wearing a dog collar the whole movie. okay. So he ends up owing Quentin Rampage Jackson all this money for all these like the worst bets you ever could place. Tretch made all bad bets like nine times in a row. So he ended up owing this nigga so much money that he says. All right, Quentin Rampage Jackson say, all right, cool, nigga. That's, that's fine. You're you going to pay my money. You got to fight. You got to win five fights in one night mm. in order to pay me my money back. Or I'm going to kill your daughter. They kidnapped Tretch's daughter, who's half Filipino for some reason in this okay. movie. And Tretch say, man, I told you, man. <laughs> even with his life on the line. This is how fucked up Tretch is in the movie. Down bad with Chad right now. Yeah. This is how fucked up Tretch is in the movie, right? And I watch it on Tubi, so you know it was yeah, bad. It's really bad. This is how fucked up Tretch is. He said, man, you know I don't fight no more. I don't get into that. Even in the face of his daughter being kidnapped, he bring another nigga into the situation. Yeah, I was just at this prison teaching MMA fighting. There was a nigga there that whooped everybody ass. Let's get him out of jail and make him fight the five fights. And then if he win, I get my daughter back. And if not, then you can kill everybody. <laughs> I'm just in jail minding my business. And you come recruit me out of jail on work release on a furlough to come rumble five niggas in one night. That's all like underground fighting champions. It's like terrible movie. It was shot well and edited well. Though. Somebody the other day was like, I'm watching the movie on Tubi, bro. Tell me why they got me walking in the store in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Movies on Tubi be fucking crazy, man. Spain got a movie on Tubi. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you ain't know that? No. Yeah, it's something really terrible. Like, the, uh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, it's called, this shit is called Lord of the Streets on Tubi. It's also, uh, uh, I was about to say, I thought it was on YouTube in its entirety, but no, it's just a, a, a the trailer or whatever. But yeah, Lord of the Streets, 2022, starring Tretch. A Tubi original. <laughs> <laughs> Not an original. <laughs> a Tubi original. Yeah, we paid $84 for this. You know what I'm saying? The, uh... Spank, I mean, uh, not Spank. Uh, Tretch got a movie. You ever see First Time Felon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually good, though. Pretty good. That was pretty decent. Shout out to uh, Del Yeah, Orlando. he started off as a good actor. Omar Epps. You know, Tretch, was, Tretch went to audition for Bishop. Yeah, and, yeah. and he took Tupac just with him on some yeah. shit. And they was like, yo, you want to audition? What type of loose-ass audition is this? A nigga off the street. Yo, yo hey, Tupac, you want to audition for this shit? And then he ended up getting uh, Bishop, and then Tretch ended up being uh, Radamez's goon. Goon number two. Yeah. For Radamez. I'm trying to find the movie. Um, we run from everybody. We run from Radamez. We run from Old Man Quillez. Like a fucking track team. Yeah, Sucker for Love. Oh, starring Spank. Yeah, Spank got a movie on Tubi. 
Shout out to Spank, yeah. man. Shout out my nigga Spank, man. Yeah. Spank showed me a good time in Atlantic City. Him and Cousin E, man. Remember, uh, if you ever watch, I, I don't know if y'all familiar with this whole run. I, I don't know if I've spoken before. So you saw the first major league. Yes. So if you watch the first major league, Wesley Snipes played Say Hey Willie Mays. Mm-hmm. When the second, and first major league, of course, was a hit, classic. When the second one came around, Wesley Snipes turned it down to do Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone, which wasn't the greatest movie. It still did numbers in box office, but it was like panned for like, you know, the yeah. nonsense in the movie. So they hired Omar Epps to play Say Hey Willie Mays in the movie and basically wrote in the movie like, they were playing Wesley Snipes. Yeah, trolling him the whole movie. The whole movie. <laughs> so in the movie, in the offseason, Omar Epps, who's now uh, Say Hey Willie Mays, he was trying to become an actor in the offseason. The movie that he did was called Black Hammer and White Lightning with Jesse Ventura. Because <laughs> they making fun of Demolition Man. And the boy, uh, Bob Uecker, who was the Cleveland announcer, was like, I went to see Say Hey, uh, I went to see Willie Bay's movie <laughs> in the movie theater, but it was only in the box office for two hours. <laughs> he said, I did hear, however, that it was in complete focus. <laughs> it was in complete focus. Like, I got to say something good about it. It was shot well. But it was only in the movie theaters for two, two hours, hours, which means they played it <laughs> once. <laughs> and then Jake came to his hotel room and was like, what's been going on with you, Willie? He's like, nothing, man. I just got the the the, uh, the trailer in for my movie. You want to see it? Motherfucker <laughs> put it on. It was him and Jesse Ventura shooting Uzis off of a building at, like, bad guys down on the ground. Jesse Ventura jumped off of the building and landed on his feet. <laughs> And Jake was just sitting there looking at the screen like, what the <laughs> fuck? So then Wesley Snipes, I mean, uh, Omar Evans came up to him and was like, I killed more guys than you. He's like, yeah, but mine are the deadest. <laughs> <laughs> they was trolling the shit out of Wesley Snipes. 90s cinema, man. 90s fucking movies was great, dog. But yeah, shout out to Spank, man, for having his own black hammer and white lightning on Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Sucker for Love. I've never watched it, but, you know, it's on Tuesday. I'm sure it's great. We should do a Down Bad with Chad review of it. <laughs> yes, we should. That's, that's on the agenda now. <laughs> that's coming. Shout out to Spank. <laughs> what else we got over there? Uh, oh, in, uh, you know, the, the, in the, the, the wrongest thing we've ever done in the history of TRPE. Oh, brother. <laughs> was go against Jada Kiss and the locks and versus, and we just came up on the one year anniversary of the worst defeat in versus history. Uh, and, you know, all of the clips were circulating online. Versus put a post up with Jada Kiss, Mr. Versus, and all of that. Ended up putting it on my story and everything. And, um, just looking back, just doing some reflection, um, I just want to ask uh, some candid questions. What the fuck were we thinking? Yeah, our math wasn't math. <laughs> our computers wasn't computing. I, I think I tried to take the sensible approach to it, where I'm like, no, nah, that ain't right. I think what it was was the fact that Dipset has so many songs. Yes, you would think that in a song battle, your songs would matter. They don't. I didn't think Jada was going to come out there and be like, I don't live in Miami. I'm in the hood. Fuck these niggas. <laughs> and the crowd was just going to respond to yes. that more than any I record. I had no clue. I didn't see that shit coming. I really, I, I. 
like that's a joint where it's like, how can you be friends after that? You know what I'm saying? Like so much transpired throughout the course of that nine hour versus however the fuck long it was. It's just like, yo, you kind of got to look at a nigga different after that. Like, yo, you just going to embarrass me like that in front of these millions of people? What's wrong with you? That joint was bad. It was very awful. But apparently uh, Virgil made uh, Jewel's and yeah. Jones hat. Yeah. The, the scarf hat. Scarf ski hat. Yeah. <laughs> Scarfy question. Slash samurai helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, was the, that probably was the best take out of it. Yeah. It was pretty terrible, man. And, uh, you know, the, shout out to the audience. Y'all roasted us as y'all should uh, following that. Y'all roasted us live while it was going on and after. Y'all trolled us for weeks, so shout out to that because that was that we're normally pretty spot on, but we were as wrong as wrong could be on that jump. That was deserving. <laughs> I was looking for it because Kev actually had posted on his Facebook, like you know, you can read, go get your old Jones because yeah. like he was on the same type John, like locks don't stand a chance. Who do and he posted his joint recently, like worst, worst, wrongest I've ever been in my <laughs> life, and I'm just like, yeah, that John was that was terrible. It was awful. That was awful. Beginning to end, it was a bloodbath. Yeah. When Cam arrived with 13 niggas we never seen before and then Jim and Jewels came in separately, we should have known it was bad. Yeah. That mean y'all niggas ain't talked in weeks no. leading up to this shit. Y'all no. just showed up. No. Meanwhile, Kiss, Styles, and she came in the same guard. Yeah. So we're going to get there, we're going to fuck these niggas up, and then we're going to go to Denny's. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much the talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck these niggas up right quick. Get this we check. We're going to fuck these niggas up. Then we go to Denny's. Real shit. NYO. Yeah. yeah. Then we can run to be in full Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah. <laughs> On a 100 degree stage. Yo. Cam came out with that die job. I said, yeah, this, this ain't going to go the way we had planned it, yo. Like, Cameron going from like a medium brown skin slash light skin man to a with a, with, with, with a baldy to a dark-skinned man with yeah. an afro oh. and, a, and a chin strap beard is throwing me. I said it recently. Cam looks like Victor Maitland from the first Beverly Hills guy. <laughs> Cam is dark <laughs> as shit now. Real talk. I don't know when the fuck he got this black. Yo, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that joint was bad. And it is crazy. It's, it's fucked up, but it's like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I haven't listened to much Dipset music since that shit. I was it, ready to delete the whole catalog off my fucking phone. Uh, like, it, y'all let me, y'all made me look stupid. I don't yeah. appreciate this. Yeah. Shout out, Jules. We got to give you some of this slander, too. You conv- you extra convinced Matt that Dipset was the way to go. We, we're we all sharing this slander. The yeah. whole TRPE yeah. nation. Everybody that fucking said the same stupid shit we said, come sharing this slander. We earned it as a unit. Yeah, that joint was rough. That was a rough go of it. Yes. Yeah. It changed the format for Versus. Yeah. Because Fat Joe... Tried it. Tried that shit and got pummeled. Yeah. <laughs> he lost like 17 to 3 trying yeah. to do the Jadakiss format and all of that shit. But it's just like, you know what he forgot? Not Jadakiss. And you, yeah, not freestyle <laughs> God. You can't rap as good. Nah, that you can't remember every rap you ever wrote in your whole life. Yeah. Like Jadakiss. You know what I'm saying? And then once the Fat Joe did the whole the crack house shit, it just like you lost the momentum and people was just like, what the fuck are you talking about, Get Joseph? Fat Joseph out of yeah, there. like this, this ain't it. Uh, are, is Versus still happening? Yeah. Uh, oh, and in and, 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 uh, subsequent Versus news, there's a new R&B uh, super group on the horizon, RSVP. Can you guess who it is? RSVP. R is Ray J. Absolutely. S is... I'm going to come back to S. V is Valentino. Valentino. 
P is Petey Pop. No. Why the fuck is I Petey Pablo? What's his name? Uh, Pleasure P. Pleasure P. S. S is... Solange? <laughs> Sammy. Ah, oh, my nigga Sammy. Yeah, so all four of them crazy niggas that had the funniest verses of all time are in the studio crafting an album. <laughs> RSGP. That's an R&B All super four group. of them crazy niggas. <laughs> yeah, so Ray 2K was an epic failure, but RSGP... What was Ray 2K? Ray J was was gonna come was gonna take Omarion's place in B2K. Oh, oh, okay. Ray J is the ghetto. I've said it at the live show in Brooklyn. I, we never did a show. He's the ghettoest hundred the millionaire out there, nigga. Like yo, Ray J is so ghetto. I don't. I, you don't. Oh, you almost don't believe he's related to Brandy. He's a dirty LA nigga. That nigga had a baby in his hands yes. on the stage. The, and the funniest part about that is the nigga BT. Uh, 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 BT Awards weekend was that same weekend in LA. That's why they did the verses on that Thursday. He showed up at J at uh, DJ J Drew's party on Friday wearing the same clothes from Versus. No, <laughs> I got one crazy than that. <laughs> at the BT Awards, that nigga was eating a cup of noodles. Yes, <laughs> like the dollars. <laughs> Ray J is a dirty LA nigga, yo. A rich, dirty L.A. nigga. Ray J really a ghetto-ass nigga, dog. I think he, that's the joint you get out of the vending machine. Yes. Yeah, when well you ain't got no money for lunch. <laughs> I got some noodles. All right, man. I got some hot water. Yeah. Some water. They not, they cupos. Yeah. <laughs> cupos. Yeah, Ray J is a You doing LA everything nigga, you can to make them joints, and you putting sriracha, everything in that joint, trying to make it that hot. That still tastes like the cup that yeah. is in. Ray J ghetto as shit, man. RSVP. Yes, man. Them super group, them R and B super groups don't work. Hell no. No. The only one that like worked was LSG. TGT did a little something, but LSG worked. Yeah, that worked. What was LSG? Levert, Levert, Sweat, and Gill. They had two albums. They had two bangers. They had two good albums. I still listen to my body with regularity. They killed that song, but you know the nigga. That whole time in R&B, it was like one nigga that was controlling the whole shit. It was this producer-songwriter bull because he did the Silk album when they made they comeback, uh, okay. and then he did both of them LSG albums, so that's why they sound exactly the same to that Meeting in My Bedroom Silk album. I forget his name, but he was just smoking everything in R&B at that time, and they was like, we got to get this nigga. Mm. So that's why My Body sounds exactly like the Silk album because it was the same producer-songwriter. Yeah, everybody at that verse sounded terrible except for uh, Mario. Correct. Yeah. And shout out to Mario. Mario didn't get the credit he deserved because everybody thought Omarion was going to smoke him. Absolutely. We didn't really comment on it because yeah. fuck versus, but yeah. Mario went out there and showed, like, nigga, I can really sting. I'm still in good shape. I, you know, yeah. I don't fuck around with the fuck around. Like, Joe Button, Joe Button went on his show and apologized to all the Marios for being wrong. Yeah. He said, I want to apologize to Mario, Super Mario. Yeah, Mario Van <laughs> Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, he apologized that. to all the Marios. Like yeah, man. We we nobody was really really giving Mario his respect or his uh just do. Got a deep catalog, and he got bangers. He got bangers. Once he got about fifteen songs in, and he didn't play "Break Up" or "Let Me Love You," I was like, oh, this nigga wants some shit. Yeah, yeah. He was cooking, and he played like one or two dumbass new songs, and I was which is bad for verses. Yeah. But he's he he still won those rounds. Does Sammy have any songs? Sammy has seven songs. I, it's all I can remember is Strike One. He got Strike, strike One. Your eye. That's all I can remember. He has uh, You Should Be My Girl. 
What is that? Because you're so fly, girl. You should come to my crib. It's a snap record, but it's an R&B snap oh, record. Oh, yeah, I know. That joint was big. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't no Sean Kingston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Sean Kingston has hits. I don't know about Sammy. What's up with Sean Kingston? He's still out there? No. Okay. He's just like, Sean Kingston, like, fucked all his bread up. Like, Sean Kingston apparently had got, like, a ton of money from, like, Sony. Yes, I saw somebody was like, Sean Kingston is the Jamarcus Russell of R&B. I'm like, damn, that's a hell of an assessment. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Like, yeah. Sean Kingston, he came and he came and went. It's a lot of motherfuckers that just came and went. Yeah, R and B is one of those things though. Like you'll come and go. And Sean Kingston had like Bieber like under his wing. Like yeah. when Bieb came out, he was hanging with Sean Kingston. Yeah. So to fuck that up is like damn. Yeah. Sean Kingston had that gangster with Bun B. Sean Kingston. I think the shit. accident fucked him up. He ain't never recovered. Oh yeah, that accident. jet ski. He had a real bad jet ski accident. He oh, almost yeah? died. Yeah. Oh shit. Came yeah. back skinny. It was over. It was like. Yeah. Where's fat Kingston at? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we accept you fat and then you disappear and come back like next skinny, it's yeah. like, and, uh. Fuck you was doing, you was trying to get yourself together. Yeah. That's mad R&B niggas that came and went, like, Ruben Stutter kind of came and went. He had, like, an album and a half. Didn't Ruben have some, Ruben, didn't Ruben have some bullshit, though? What you mean? Like, didn't something happen? He did something? Probably. Let's see. Because what was he sorry for? 2004. 2004. No, I'm <laughs> you fucking idiots. Didn't he like cheat on his bitch or something crazy? Well, that's expected. That's expected. Ruben stuttered. Oh shit, Ruben in shape a little bit now. Ruben look like uh look like Charles Oakley. I mean Charles Barkley. No, Ruben ain't do nothing. No, he crazy. ain't do nothing. No. Bullshit. Uh, apparently, he's acting and stuff now too. I haven't seen none of them projects, but apparently, he's acting. Probably ain't dig deep in Tubi enough. Right. right. <laughs> I didn't get on page sixty-eight of Tubi. <laughs> yeah, you still on forty-three. <laughs> okay, shout out to Ruben for keeping it uh squeaky clean all them years. I thought he had some nonsense going. Definitely. On. No, apparently not. Staying scandal free. Ruben was born in Germany. Yeah, I had no idea. I just looked at this like Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah. Are you a black Nazi nigga? I thought the nigga was from the South. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. He was repping the South, though. You know what I'm saying? I guess they say it ain't where you from, it's where you at. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for 2004 was my shit. That was that, that work. That was good. This is my sorry for 2004. What are you doing? Yeah, that was a good record. All right, well, fuck that. What else we got over there? Uh, shout out to NBA Youngboy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He got a bunch of wins this past week. Uh, he low-key just announced he's got a $60 million, He re-signed with Atlantic. He got a $60 million deal, reportedly, to sign with Atlantic. Uh, their original offer was 40 and uh, they came back at 60 and he re-signed. Um, he also has a label deal with Capital Motown for, uh, for Never Broke Again Records. Um, he releases his latest album, Last Lamito, on Friday, which is number one on all the streaming platforms and all that shit. When they debut at number one, he's probably going to do like 150,000 copies or whatever fuck. Um, and he also recently got certified by the RIAA as the only active artist with 100-plus gold and platinum certifications. 
That's albums, singles, all of that shit. He has over a hundred um, as of right now, which I can't do math good, but that's at least seventy five million units sold. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. If you just average, just by the averages, a million plus. 500,000 average seven, uh, 750,000 times 100. That's 75 million. With zero marketing. With zero marketing was what I like. The only marketing they ever put into any album was his top album. And that was the one that had Future and Snoop Dogg and all of that shit on there. And his AI Youngboy album that came out a couple years ago just got certified double platinum. So he's just absolutely putting numbers on the board. So I would imagine that going forward, now that he didn't beat the one case and they saying that he's going to kill this Louisiana case, I would imagine that Atlantic is finally going to really get behind him and push him, being as though they gave him all his goddamn money. Absolutely. So, um, shout out to him. He's he's absolutely killing it um, right now. And I think at some point, we're going to have to have a conversation about the fact that he's just kicking everybody. All his contemporaries, he's kicking their ass. Like, as far as sales, performance, all of that shit. Like, and it's like, you know, the, the, the industry has essentially chose sides in the war between him and Dirk. But, like, if we just keep it a buck, like, Dirk kind of can't fuck with him. Like, when it comes to, like, the actual, like, execution and performance and the fact that he has a real deal organic fan base and he ain't got to pull no tricks to sell records. My homie was like... And he does no shows. My homie was like, his son will literally get up and just put Dirk shit on repeat. I mean, uh, NBA Youngboy shit on repeat on YouTube all day. Like, literally all day. Yeah. Just watching... NBA Youngboy videos and songs and like this this current album he's been on house arrest. This motherfucker shot twenty two videos in the same house and they all like doing three million views the first day. Like this is the same crib. What are y'all doing watching this shit? They don't care. They don't give a fuck because they're here for him. He could perform in the bathroom. Eight million views. Got to be nice. (laughs) That type of fan man. That shit is nuts. That's a crazy fan and it's almost like it's confusing because it's like I don't even know how it happened. Yeah. Like, nobody can explain to me how he developed his fan base and just trained them like that to where they consume any and everything. And they just flood the internet on his behalf. I still don't know a young boy song. Are you tripping? I know a bunch of young boy songs now. Yeah, Nevada, Outside Today. Ah, Outside Today. You know, you know, like, come on now. Bestie with the baby. Yeah. Um, what's the joint with Migos on uh, Culture 3? Uh, I need it. I need it. That's my shit, dog. That's my shit. Outside today was my shit. Yeah, NBA boy got some shit. Got some shit. Yeah, he definitely fucking rap shit. caviar just did a goddamn John. They did the best NBA young boy song of all time. They did a tournament with voting on rap caviar page. Um, what ended up winning? I'm about to find out right now. I think outside today actually won. Uh, yeah, outside today was the winner. The final uh, two was Outside the Day and Make No Sense, which is also a phenomenal song. Yeah, the final four, the final four was Outside the Day, Casey Talk, which I have no idea what that is, Lonely Child, and Make No Sense. And, and uh, Outside the Day won. Okay. That's cool. Crazy engagement all the way out. You know what I'm saying? No Smoke is another big song that he had. Uh, oh, with Ross. What's the name of I don't think he had a joint. I know you got a joint with Kevin Gates. Oh, that's the Asante sample. That's yeah. my shit too. Yeah. yeah, he got some shit in his catalog. It's just it's just so much mm-hmm. to where it's like the average person, like even if they want to be a fan, like at this point with him being six seven years in, it's like 
where the fuck do I start? It's too much music. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, you could just start at the beginning and work your way forward, but it's like 90 albums. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna never catch up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. most people just be like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just listening to this other shit. You know what I mean? But he's, you know, he's arguably, you know, the most prolific uh, as far as like just constantly putting out material. Most prolific artist probably since Wayne. I saw Wayne announce today that the Carter, Carter Six, Six is, is coming, coming out. And I saw yeah. people like, oh, God, no. And I'm like, yo, 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 y'all are tripping. Like, Carter Five was good. Carter Five was very good. Carter Five did numbers. Yeah. Carter Five was the second best streaming album of that year. Yeah, that shit did 525,000 the first week. Like, dog, he, <laughs> he's the first motherfucker to debut two songs in the top five. On a, on a, like, yeah. Carter Five was at work. And it was all dated material. None yeah. of that shit was new. Yeah. All of that shit was like the original or the second draft of like the Carter Five. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I just think that, you know, people don't take enough account into the fact that Wayne literally was, like, shelved for, like, almost a decade. Like, where that nigga, like, literally had to, like, jump through hoops and do sneaky side deals and shit like that in order to release music. And, um, you know, having something hanging over your head where a nigga owe you damn near $100 million will stifle anybody's creativity. So for people to pretend like, oh, I mean, well, you know, what was he supposed to go do? Kill Birdman? Like, what was he supposed to do? You ain't gonna get your money like that. Like, what was he supposed to do in order to, you know what I'm saying, in order to, you know, be able to feed the streets or whatever, whatever. He, he was, his hands was tied. He couldn't. And, um, you know, to be able to come out of that and then deliver Carter Five, which is a very good album, have it sell and perform as well as it did. Two top five singles, all of that shit. They had the Young Money concert in Toronto last night. That was the rescheduled date. It was supposed to be mm -hmm. Monday. They rescheduled to Saturday. Nicki Wayne and Drake. It's just like, damn, like, this motherfucker, you know, he's 39 years old. He's about to be 40 in uh, September. So it's like, arguably, you know, Jay-Z's still making music. He's 64 years old, whatever the mm -hmm. fuck it is. Like, Wayne arguably could do the same thing. And he just got crowned. He had the best feature run of 2021. <laughs> by, a, by a wide margin. A lot of journalists always like, yo, Lil Wayne is on the best feature run out of anybody. Wayne was out rapping everybody last year. Like, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? It is like you have records like What's Poppin' and then the joint that he did with uh with uh what's my what's my man name? Polo G and like Shit, Lil Baby. Lil Baby, like the all fucking these records. C and Green. Yo, features. niggas tried to front on that Lil Baby feature. Oh yeah, no. Oh, the A Z feature. I couldn't believe he was on A Z. He went crazy on that A Z. Wayne, one of the best rappers ever, and anybody who doesn't agree with that is out of Listen, on my way here today, I was listening to like the drought and the prefix and the suffix and all that shit. I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker got so much shit. I found a playlist that was like all soul, all him rapping mm -hmm. the soul samples. Dear Summer, La La La, like mm -hmm. all of them records. I'm just like, yo, this motherfucker is really phenomenal. What's the joint? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, let the beat build. And yeah. I'm like, Wayne is just. He had the Lord, the Lauryn Hill joint, I'll Get Out, that he rapped to. Like, just like crazy. That's just a good, shit. That, the way I did the Nelly 50 Cent, Little Wayne, and NBA Youngboy, that's a very good That's a very good comp. Yeah, real shit. Like, just, like, so much material out that everybody in his fan base gets a hold of and yeah. fucks with and holds on to. That's a very good assessment. Uh, I want to talk about the one of the weirdest days of last week. Okay. And that was Yeezy Day. Oh, man. Yeah. Number one, I didn't even know about it <laughs> until I got with y'all. Okay. And number two, I didn't get shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then number three, Kanye came out and just blasted the shit. Dog. In true Kanye fashion, just DM like a random motherfucker. <laughs> like just yeah, just send a DM to like, you know, <laughs> fucking Prince Harry. <laughs> Yo, throw this on your gram. Throw this on your gram. 
just excoriating the whole shit. Like <laughs> it definitely was a random ass message to somebody. Like we don't yeah. even know who he messaged. Like, yeah. It just came out like yo, John yeah. Monopoly. Throw this on your grandma. Yeah. You got fourteen thousand yeah. followers. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Todd Moskovich, you busy? <laughs> Put this on your grandma. Like yo, real shit. But uh, yeah, Yeezy Day was last uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the fuck day it was, and uh, basically. Adidas and the Yeezy Supply brand announced that they were going to be releasing Yeezys all throughout the day for retail prices. Here's the biggest problem with this. One, there was no schedule. So it kind of just was like... Yeah, like it was just random releases. You didn't know what to expect. You didn't know when it was going up. You didn't know what pair was coming next. You didn't have a clue. Certain pairs were up for like a draw. Certain pairs were just like the queue is open. So there was no real logistics to this shit at all. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Dan, you scored a couple pair, didn't you? Yeah. What did you score? Uh, two pair of the 450s. He got the black ones, right? Black ones. He got two pair of the 450s. Lee grabbed the white 700s. Okay. V1s, like the Wave yeah, yeah, Runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all white Jones. Did she got a pair of white 350s? I didn't get anything. I missed everything. Yeah, I didn't get shit. I entered for the black and red uh, 350s loss. I entered for the blue 700s loss. I entered for the... Uh, the black foam runners lost. I entered for the turtle doves. The turtle dove, yo. What was the draws? 600. Dog, the turtle dove shit was open for like six minutes. No bullshit. I'm going to say two. That, maybe. <laughs> like, it was so random and strange the way it went down. And yeah, like we got eight pairs of these shows. <laughs> like, it was a very, very, very strange day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once I see Yeezy talk when he talked, I'm just like, yeah, it makes sense. Adidas, like, look, we we found, like, what it was was we found two trailers. Yeah, we found some backstock. On the, lo- on the lot with a bunch <laughs> Over of Over here in Germany. Yeah. Just so happened. And was like, yo, we, we just going to get rid of these Jones. Yeah, we're going to flush this whole inventory. But, yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, it's hard to walk away from an 11% royalty of a multi-billion dollar business. But I think that Kanye is smart enough and has lawyers that are ferocious enough to be able to get him out of that deal, and he's either going to go and just completely just do his own manufacturing like Beats did um, when it came when they, when they left Monster Cable and they just start making their own fucking mm-hmm. uh, headphones and shit. He's going to either just make his own shit because his brand is stronger than Adidas brand at this point. So it's like, what the fuck do I need y'all? I for? have a proposition as far as sneakers, and I, I want y'all input on this. Okay. I personally feel like at this point, the first 15 pair of Jordans, are past anything else as far as sneakers. Okay. I also feel that certain pairs of Kanye Yeezys, like certain 350s, certain 500s, 700s, 100s, yeah. uh, um, a couple of the slides, maybe the white wave run, um, the uh, white foam runners could get thrown in there or yeah. whatever, whatever. I personally feel like at this point, both Yeezy and Adidas and the Jordan brand could just make it to where those sneakers are just available. Readily available. Just of, like almost like a la carte. Like whenever yeah. you feel like it, you can go to Jordan.com and order not none of the crazy colorways yeah. or the, the, the original, the OG, the, the bread, the bread fours, the cement threes, you know, the bread ones, the, uh, the, uh, the bread 11s, the fucking... The, cement 3s. I said the cement 3s, yeah. the patent leather 11s, the fuck... The, I mean, the uh, Concord 11s, the um, the white and black 9s. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. original Bugs Bunny 8s. Like, 
I just feel like those joints should just be available. Just whenever you want, come on the website, $300, you order. It's like y'all made y'all money off these already. They should just be there for just <laughs> like, it just what it is. Because yeah. niggas will keep buying them when they get dirty. Let me get another pair. Yeah, I'm just like almost like the way Timberlands yeah. and Forces, where it's like Butters and, and White Forces, they're just going to be here. Bread so, sixes, shit like that. The bread sixes, the uh, the the Fresh Prince fives, you know. Um, what else am I thinking about? The white and red twos, the fucking uh, Toronto, the Raptor sevens. Yeah. All, all of those Jones, they should just have yeah, two. Yeah, bread ones, royal ones, like yeah, shit like So It's certain, maybe like two or three pair for each number yeah. should just be like, you go on the website and they just, they hear, it ain't no. And I will be, de- in order to create that convenience, I will be down to pay 250 a pair. I was going to say 300 Yeah, just, just, just whenever. Just up the retail price yeah. and just make them always available. Just whenever. Because 50 to a bean over is always our number. Exactly. Unless it's a grill, then we'll we'll we'll, we'll right. be niggerish. Right. Exactly. Fifty two of being over. Right, but I'm not even talking about getting freaky. Were you talking about like the Oregon Duck Sixes or the motherfucking Cool Gray Elevens? Like you don't got it, but just like yeah. the 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 Bread Elevens and the Concord Elevens should just be available whenever the fuck I want them. Absolutely. Like, why do I have to? Like, not trying to be funny. Why do I gotta wait until Christmas week to get a pair of of patent leather Elevens? Why the fuck don't just release them to where they just out and I can get them with? I might buy two, three pair of these shits. Yeah. The same way we do butters and fucking forces. Honestly, that shit should just be like that now. And I look at kind the Yeezys the same exact way. The black and red, the pirate fucking 350s should just be available whenever. They should. Absolutely. The Wave Runner 700s, you should just be able to get The Wave Runner 700s, the Static 700s. Um, the original uh, 500. The, the, the original the, yeah, like real talk. They should just be available. Yeah. And it's kind of disgusting because Rob was saying it like the fact that I have to like jump through hoops to spend my money. It's nuts. Is insanity. And the bigger problem is that we've the sneaker phenomenon of the way that they did it has trickled down to every other industry of product everything. where everything is super limited and you can't get this and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, it's hundreds of thousands of these shits shitting on a shelf or in a trailer or in a warehouse some fucking where that y'all just not doing nothing with. But y'all would rather make people jump through hoops under the the the, the veil, the veil. of yeah. exclusivity rather than just give the people what the fuck they want. No. No. We didn't have these problems pre-2012. We didn't have these problems. Whatever you wanted, you could just go buy it. I always say to me, it's the South Beach 8. The South Beach 8. And, you and know, that was even still, by comparison, that was a slow burner. Listen, the South Beach 8s were on the store in the Foot Locker at Plymouth Meeting Mall. They were on the shelf. And I remember picking it up, looking at it, and was like, it's a little too freaky for me. Right. Put it back. Then Jules was like, no, them Jones, they they it, dog, they it. And we mind you, we coming off of the fucking LeBron sevens, like the Miami Night Lows, uh-huh. the Sprite Lows, the cool gray eleven, like I mean the cool gray sevens, the Jones with the lion head on the on the tongue. You had the entourage sevens, the Christmas seven. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was rolling. Damn, I had all them Jones. Then the eights hit, and it was like the blue static, I mean the uh the electric blue entourage eights. They had the Christmas eights with the green strings, all of that shit. Then when them South Beach eights, them preheats dropped, it was like I don't know about these Jones. They was $170. Mm-hmm. Then I seen them on eBay for $250. And I'm like, I just seen them in the store for $80 cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. You go back to the store, they're not available. 
Then you see them for 350. Then you see them for 390. Then they was 415. Then they was 460. Then I seen somebody selling them for like 660 on eBay. I'm like, what the fuck? The next thing you know, it was like you blinked. They was a thousand dollars. In a fifteen, they was a stack. So they went all the way up to damn near two thousand dollars. I tell you how I got mines. Probably shouldn't say this, but a nigga who played for the Eagles, his bitch was mad at him, was selling all the shit out of Escalade, and I wound up getting a pair of them motherfuckers. He wore a fifteen. I'm like, yeah. what up? You got some Gators in it? Like, okay, got some Maris in yeah. it. Yeah, got some motherfucking Steppers in it. Like, but no, it's like the the South Beach eights. It was like that was the last sneaker I can remember to where it was like. You could just go get it. Mm-hmm. And it was like after the South Beach 8 exploded, even with LeBron's, when the 9's dropped, you had to get in line for the Galaxy, the Big Bang 9's. Yeah. You had to get in line for the Cloak Kobe's. You had to get in line for the uh, the Cheetah Christmas Day Kobe's. I had all of them. You really had to start getting in line for sneakers. And I'm like, yo, it wasn't like this, yo. Even my Miami Night 9's, I got them from the Foot Locker at Plymouth yeah. Meet Mall. People don't know that was a store that just had 15s on deck. Right. I bought the green foam posits, the pond Jones from there. I bought the eggplant foams, the retros from there. I got the blue, the the, the red uh, clear soul Jones. Tell you how crazy this shit was. I went to the Kobe Cloak and the Jordan Cement 4 release at House of Hoops at King of Prussia. They didn't have my size. So I got them in a 13, like, fuck it, give me what y'all got. I'm going to just sell them. I got them, put them on eBay. Put some clothes on for me, then. I got them, put them on eBay. The motherfucker hit me and was like, yo, I want a body Jones. I'm close to you in Philly, right? I'm like, yeah. He was like, all right, cool. Uh, can I meet you? I'll buy them off you. I'm like, I don't know you. I ain't about to just meet you, whatever. Yeah. He's like, man, you can meet me on South Street somewhere out in the open, whatever, whatever. I go meet the niggas selling the cloaks and the semen fours. He's like, good looking. My store didn't, we had them, but they sold out so quick I couldn't get a pair. I'm like, what store you at? He was like, I'm a sneaker villa down Delaware. I was like, oh, y'all be getting 15s? He was like, yeah, we got a couple 15s in there now. When I get to the store, I'm going to send you a picture of what I got. He sent me a couple pictures. He had the red phones. He had the fucking, the, uh, the, uh, the Galaxy KDs, the Silver Jones. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. I need all that shit. So I started coming to him to get, and he was like cool for a little second when I'm getting fired, doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was cool, but it was Sound like about right. around that time period was where it was like you really had to like get a sneaker connect. Mm-hmm. And sneaker motherfuckers, like people that worked at Foot Locker started acting like they was like they was Russian mafia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they started moving around like they was oligarchs. Like yeah. that shit was crazy. I remember I had got a, uh, I ended up jumping in on my man Nate. Shout out Nate, DJ HBK. I was able to jump in on his plug with Runaround up on 309. Okay. Um, in, in, in Easton. And um, we, would go, we would go there and get everything pre-release. Like, so when them, like, LeBron 9s, LeBron 10s, all them different colorways and all that shit came out, we was able to get them, like, a week in advance for, like, $30 more or whatever, direct from them and shit. And that shit ran for about two and a half, three years, and then eventually they was just like, yo, we got too much demand, like, and they started fronting with him. So I was like, I know I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because he was going there since he was, like, a kid before all the sneaker exclusivity and all that uh-huh. shit, like, that was his spot because there was a mom and pop store that yeah. had like a tier zero Nike account. You know that LeBron nine had like 25 different colorways. Yeah. LeBron nine was insane. Yeah. Think about it. You had the St. Vincent, St. Mary's, two of those Kentucky, Miami night, Christmas, South beach, the gray Jones with the green strings. You had the taxis, you had the elites, which was the black and the black and the white ones. You had the lake summits, which was the purple Jones. You had the cool grays. You had, it was, t- it, the, the LeBron 9 had no bullshit like yeah, 20. I, I'm, I'm not even remembering all them Jones. I'm just like thinking of the different colors. Whereas like every color you could think of, they had them Jones. They had the Liverpool Jones. They had, the, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. 
How do you feel about sneakers at this part of your life? Do you even care anymore? I don't give a shit. I'm, like, I'm say- wearing Solomon's right now. Like, this is like my new shit. I bought two pairs of Solomon's recently. Um, I got some Tom Ford sneakers recently. I, got, I caught them like on a super steal of a deal. Um, but it's like, I just buy what I like. But it's like anything that's like release date worthy and all that shit, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I just catch it when I catch it. If it's like a fair price when it hit GOAT or whatever the fuck, cool. I got this. Uh, I just think it's disgusting where it's like, I ain't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But you like you just said with your homie, getting the jumps from the mom and pop. Back in the day, yo, like me and Jules really had like players. We had Footstop. We had Olympia Sports. You know what I'm saying? All within the community. Yeah. Footstop was at Penrose Plaza. Olympia Sports and players was on Woodland Ave. Yep. Right? Then you had Foot Locker and Finish Line at Springfield Mall. You know, you had uh, South Street. It was 80 fucking store. It was like you could just go and get... So store to store on South Street and get shit. And for me, looking at it where it's like, I was one of them people where people would come to me like when they needed sneaks. I can remember that. Motherfuckers like, yo, I need to get a, I want to get a pair of Jordan 6s. I want to get a pair of Jordan 7s. Yo, you, you know where I can get a pair of Bugs Bunny Jones with the double strap? Or you know where I can get the twos? Or we just, we was in the sneaks. And I'm talking yeah. about like Nike talk. I'm talking about Nike Town, Hawaii. I'm like, people don't even know about that shit. We yeah. used to be up on the phone all like, like, like stockbrokers, <laughs> real shit. And I'm talking about the forums where motherfuckers was trading sneaks. Like we was doing eBay when motherfuckers, I remember motherfuckers used to come to me because they were scared to put their information on the junk. Mm-hmm. Can I give you the money, right. put your junk on there and get the sneaks from, like it was like that. Yeah. So when I look at it in my life, I've probably had 400 pair of sneaks. I know he's probably a six, 700. Between the two of us, you know how many pairs of sneakers the, between the two of us have one on the, the sneakers app? Probably eight. One pair. Oh, wow. I hit the black Sakai Vapor Waffles uh, a couple months ago yeah. when they dropped. I, and that was the first one I ever won on the sneakers app. He was I'm, like... I'm over on that. He, he deleted the app because he's like, I've never won anything on that. Yeah, I hit one joint. I hit them camo ducks. The lows. Yeah, that shit is so between you, me, Big Dan, and Jules, two pair of fucking sneakers on the sneakers app. Yeah. That's fucking insane. And I purchased no less than seven or eight hundred pair of sneakers over the course of my life. From, and and that from fourteen to thirty nine. Oh yeah, if I go all the way back, we talking about five six hundred easily, yeah, for sure. But it's like that right there, like the fact that I'm a sneaker person, mm-hmm. and I through this app that y'all created, right, for, to, for, to buy sneakers, <laughs> I've gotten one pair of shoes. Yeah, that's crazy. That. that needs to go. That needs to just be we fuck defund versus. Defund sneakers app. Absolutely. That shit needs to end. And I, Adidas confirmed too. I can't get shit on that, Joe. Lee, I, I can't even get no human races on there. And I don't know. Thousands and thousands of pair of human races. I can't even get a decent pair of human Yo, races. Remember I talk shit in the group text? Scored two weeks in a row. Uh-huh. Ain't scored since. <laughs> oh. That was three years ago. <laughs> I don't know who Lee know over there, but Lee be hitting on the confirmed. Yeah, yeah I don't know I what the fuck. Hit she, admit, she hits everything. And it's like, thing. because I worked in retail at a young age from like 17, 18 on, I worked in retail from 17, 18 to 22, I worked in retail. I always had plugs and relationships because I could barter. Right. So it's like, oh, I could trade my total sport discount for your sneaker discount or whatever the fuck. We would always get shit. Foot Locker, Sneaker Villa. We had a Sneaker Villa when they first came to the market from Reading. They had the big Sneaker Villa in the gallery on the other side. It was like on the third floor. Yeah, the up top. Big, up top, John, a big ass John. We used to go in there and get anything we wanted pre-release. Me, my man Ty, we would go in there, John. Leon, we would get anything we wanted pre-release. Altitude J's, Air Raids, like all of that shit. Like 
We could if we would literally have our run and all they would be like, yo, just leave the box, come back and get the box on release day, but you could pay for them now. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> like shit like that. And it's like now it's like twisting an arm to get something. Players used to be thirty dollars before the join. You would leave the box. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. good times, man. Oh, it's because the workers are selling them. Yeah, so you can't get nothing. Yeah, they backdooring everything. Mm-hmm. Niggas is taking the job, knowing that they got skills to go do some other shit. But it's like I, I can backdoor these sneaks and make an extra bean a pair, yeah. so it makes it worth it to work here. Yeah, I can take eight dollars an hour. I got 12 pairs of sneakers. I was reading this shit the other day. Yeah, that's 1200 I was reading this shit the other day where the dude was talking about um, how he got in good with his AD for Rolex. Mm-hmm. He was like, um, when he would come to his city, he would let him use his jet skis. And his, he was like, yeah, like he basically had to like forge a relationship yeah. with this dude just to become like, when the when the watches come in, give me a call. Yeah, my man Zeke is on a, was on the was talking to me like, yo, I should just buy the. He got an AD in, in Maryland. He like, yo, I should just buy the bitch a dog, huh? Like like shit, like a five thousand dollar dog yeah. for the right to buy watches at retail. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing: them ADs been riding high the last three years. Y'all world is coming to fuck crashing down the next six months, <laughs> and I can't wait because y'all gonna be back sucking dick. Trying to beg people, sending out text messages and making phone calls and all that to get people to buy shit. Because y'all going to be sitting on a ton of date just. Y'all going to be sitting on all them bum-ass Oyster Perpetuals because Rolex discontinued all the colors. Y'all going to be sitting on a bunch of plain subs and shit like that that y'all can't sell. Y'all going to be kissing ass and sucking dick to sell these watches. Because every day I check Chrono, oh, numbers the numbers are slashing. They are slashing every single day. Like, and not no three, four hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, fifteen hundred here. I had a the anniversary AP is the watch that I want right now. Um, they got a black dial and they got a silver dial. The silver dial joint, I had it saved. The shit was eighty thousand. I get a price notification. The price was down from seventy nine 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 five to sixty four nine nine five overnight. Like this is the type of equity that's getting shaved out of these watches because there's no more upside to it. All the tech niggas, all the energy niggas that wanted the watches and all the crypto niggas, they have everything they want. So now it's like, who else you going to sell the watches to? Now you're back to the everyday men trying to sell us watches. How much does that watch retail for? Uh, I want to say like 32000 or something like okay. that. So now it's double. It was damn near 3X Triple, at one yeah. point, and now it's down to double. And it's going to go down. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I had situations where people that I know, my man said he got a homie that went to AP trying to get a 15500 which is the standard AP that everybody wants. The fucking, with the beautiful bracelet, with the open back on it, whatever, they come in. White dial, silver dial, uh, smoke gray, royal blue, and black. Blue one for sure. Royal blue and black. The royal blue obviously is in the highest demand because mm-hmm. it's the least produced. He said he went in that joint was trying to get a 15500 They told him it's a three-year waiting list. He bought some other shit. They called him the next day like, hey, we got a 15500 for you. Did you want to come get it? All of a sudden, just out of the blue, because you bought some bullshit, now the 15500 becomes available. It's like these are the games yeah. that these ADs been playing the last three years, and all of that shit is going away. Yeah. Especially with the fact that, like, Boucher had bought Torno. So now you have even more consolidation in the watch industry. And the fact that Hodinkee is probably on the verge of closing like um, an online sales channel deal with Rolex. If that happens, it's over. Who owns Watchbox? Govberg. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Govberg. And they strategically set up all of their suites in the highest earning they got one uh, in Singapore. They got one in Singapore. Yeah. They got one in uh, San Francisco. They got one, I think, in Las Vegas. They got one in Miami. They got one in Bala Kenwood. Uh, 
which was like their original. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where they were founded in Balakim with mm-hmm. Govberg. But yeah, so it's like they strategically placed their locations in where all the big, big money motherfuckers big, big, is big, at. Yeah. The mega money motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, like how can I get in touch with Mark Lazary that owns the Bucks? Like yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like they places like that. But all of that shit is going away. All yeah. that shit is going away, yo. It's funny you said that your man was going to buy an AD, a $5,000 dog. Somebody the other day on Facebook was like, somebody was, uh, they were talking about Kendrick Perkins. You know he's got like a dog business. Oh, really? You didn't know that? No. Kendrick Perkins, he has like a million dollar Frenchie business. Oh, so oh yeah, 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 I did see that on Twitter. He does French bull, uh, French bulldogs and shit. Yeah. But he breeds a certain bulldog with something else, and it basically the dogs are like $10,000. And he's they like talking about how many of them he sells a month and all. It's like a million dollar business. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was like, "If I buy a ten thousand dollar dog, it better be able to drive like Lassie." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all these markets that are like super inflated, they're all coming. Back I'm gonna to keep Earth. it a buck with you, dog. I was looking at fucking uh, Lambo trucks the other night. I remember when them Jones shot up to 330, 340 and all that shit. I'm looking at twenty ones the other day for two twenty nine. G wagons the other day twenty. I saw the twenty two the other day for two oh six. Oh, it's almost over. Yeah, like all of that <laughs> shit is coming down. It's, yeah, it's, it's almost it's, over. It's no. We knew it couldn't continue. Yeah, because it's like there's only but so. So here's the thing, economically speaking, right? And I didn't even anticipate getting into this talk, but I'm glad that we're here. Mm-hmm. The chasm between rich and poor. I had a conversation with my man Do yesterday or whatever, and it was basically like, yo, what he's saying is, and he's in real estate and all of that shit. He's doing good for himself. And he was basically saying, like, yo, what I'm seeing is people are still getting money. So that's he's like, that's his indicator that he feels like it's not a recession or it's not as bad as people making it seem. I said, well, what I'm seeing is that motherfuckers are more fucked up now than they were pre-pandemic. And they got the free money for two and a half years. I said, so he was like, nah, you right. He was like, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots is larger than ever. It's big, it's, it's, it's big as it's, it's ever been. It's as big as it's ever been. So it's like, yo, when the rich continue to get rich and the poor continue to get poor, the next marginalized group is the middle class. And then after that, it's the upper middle class. So it's like, you either going to get rich or you're going to end up sinking. Because how do, they, how do they fucking take money out of your fucking base? Inflation, gas prices. Raising interest rates and all that. They raised the Fed raised interest rates two times in a row in an overall goal of staving off some of the inflation to where these manufacturers of these products can't tax you so much because the money factor is going to be so much higher. It's like I'm not paying for the extra money and the extra money you paid on top right. that you charging me on top of how much the product costs. So at some point it'll level out. Gas is slowly going down. Like I just put gas in, in my Honda the other day. It was under $50 from empty to full was under $50 for the first time since I bought the car. I bought the car in April. So for the first time since I bought the car, now gas is under, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like all of these different economic factors. And it was this article that he had posted on his story. And it was basically like, we're not in a recession, but the economy is weird as shit. Mm -hmm. Basically what they were saying. And it's just like, there's all of these different factors that are going on that normally don't align with one another it's that not, are it's all not, happening at the it's, same it's time. It's not a full-blown recession because the markets are so out of whack. Exactly. That's basically what's happening because you got a market like, like you just said, gas, where there isn't a shortage of gas. No, absolutely Honestly, not. oil is still the same price of barrel. So it's like you... It really, has been for four months. Yeah, like you really can't... Uh, <laughs> Yo, you, oil coming me $100 billion last quarter. Oh, yeah. 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 Because they furloughed all of these people pre-pandemic and they refused to hire them back. So the inflation is tied to the fact that we run in the same amount of gas with less people. 
So we got to pay our people more. So that's what they're saying. It's like a labor cost associated right. with why the gas is up. And I'm just like, yeah, that sounds like bullshit to me because y'all got the money to hire the people back. Y'all won't hire. Y'all refuse. But meanwhile, I think the job market gained like 528,000 jobs last yeah. month. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that was the best since prior to February 2020. Right. So it's like, so the economy is like, and people are getting paid more. The people that took jobs are getting paid more because of the shit we've been talking about for the last year. And the fact that companies understand like people don't want to work. So it's like, if you want to come get a job, we got to incentivize you to be here. Mm-hmm. So people are, they added a ton of jobs, almost 530,000 jobs. And people are getting paid more than they were getting paid before. Yeah. But then you still have these other marginalized groups that are refusing to take jobs because they're hoping that there's some form of a white knight in the form of the government that's going to come and give them another free twenty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars. And it's not coming. They hope they they praying for the monkeypox to me. They're praying for the monkeypox to me. Like my next move is I'm about to get certified in cybersecurity because apparently that's an industry that's always fucking hiring, and you could work from home and do that shit and make. At a, a, a minimum of 140, yeah. probably a 200. Mm-hmm. So it's like in between doing this shit and then the truck and shit and that and that, I'm going to yeah. take down two, 180, 200 from that. And, and you pin got the class. Take it from home. So that's my next move. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, examining all of this different stuff and how the world is changing. The only people that are getting left behind are the marginalized people that either don't have access to the information or are just ignoring the information that's out there in their face. Mm-hmm. And they not, they're making a choice not to do yeah. better in order to improve their quality of life. And they're getting left behind as a result of it. I mean, the bottom of the barrel jobs are starting yeah, 15, 16 right now. Yeah. And that was never the case. Yeah, that's McDonald's. Yeah. Remember when Seattle fucking changed their minimum yeah. wage to $15 an hour? People was like, how, how would these companies survive? Right. Like Everybody was confused. And it's like, that's the standard now. If you're not making, in reality, if you're not making $30 an hour, though, for real, for real, just based on how we collectively live, you're fucked. You, yeah, yeah. You're fucked. You, it really is 40. Yeah. But 30 yeah. is like, is just getting by, and if you got some shit on the side, yeah, you can I'm, survive. I, with I 30. make 33 and don't be going. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so imagine having to show up for yeah. less than 30. Yeah. But you, you're killing yourself, but essentially, these are the people that didn't take the time to refine themselves or pick up a new skill or take that fucking, it was a free MBA course that was on fucking uh, Amazon. You could have, the shit cost like 1500 You could have got it for free. Like shit like that to where it's like, it's all these different resources that's out there and info and people that learned through the pandemic. People learned how to podcast. Our podcast started making money through the pandemic. You got people that learned how to do graphic design, all of this different shit, all these different self-taught actions and stuff like that that people went and made money on and are killing it. People flipping, reselling shit, on, uh, doing fucking service, doing gigs on Fiverr, doing gigs on, um, what's the shit I hire all the time? Task rabbit, task shit rabbit. like that. Like, people are making good usage of their time. At Where's, home. At home and shit like that. Or go, you got to get up and go do a job, $80 an hour. Yeah. But some shit that take 15 minutes and you can't book for less than an hour. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's like, yo, if motherfuckers is not understanding the way of the world and how this tech is changing shit for the better and making all these different processes and right-sizing shit for us, of course they're going to get left behind. Yeah, look at me. Uh, remember, I used to hate flyers. Uh, I'm doing flyers every day now. Yeah. It's money, and it's it don't money. take long. And after, and after you, and Nas told me, DJ Nasdaq told me a long time ago, yo, once you get most of your presets and all that set up, then it's just mixing and matching yeah, different it. stuff to create something new. Drag and drop. Now you got a new template. Like, this shit not hard. I was fucking teach, doing self-taught fucking graphic design for about eight months, and then I just stopped. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, you got to give yourself 
fucking skills. You got to give yourself out. You got to give yourself out. Because it's like if you going to work and you're not even maxing out, like maxing out to me is 80, 80 to 100 hours a week at work. So if you're not going to work and maxing out, that means you got 40 to 60 more hours a week where you could be developing some of dead time where you could just be using it to develop some sort of skill or some sort of, you know, knowledge base or whatever to do something that can change your life and get you ahead. It's funny that you said it because I was actually looking at this cybersecurity shit the other day. That's what it is, bro. That's where the fuck is that? Like, I'm doing that shit, 100%. Like, if they got a course that start this week, I'm going to start. Like, yeah, I'm I'm doing that shit. How much is the course? That's what I'm saying. It's like a $2,000 investment to turn around and, and come out making 140 yeah. Eight weeks. Real shit. And it's like, if I can find a way to expedite this shit, I'm going to knock this shit out in, the, in, in, in uh, five, five or four. You know what I'm saying? And you and they and if you coming from somewhere like Penn with that certification and I already got a bachelor's degree in business marketing and this, this, and this, I'm guaranteed placement somewhere. Real shit. Glad we had this conversation. Yeah, impromptu. But it's like I had something in here about uh talking about money and shit, and then we just kind of fell, you know, fell forward managing money, but we fell forward into like the overall economic status and all of that shit, man. But it's like, yo, it's it's opp- opportunity is vast and abundant right it now. Go. It's I vast know. and abundant. And it's like, it's just about looking and, you know, knowing, knowing where to find. Like, if you got a refined set of skills or whatever, hire a You come into the end of your unemployment or whatever, your separation, hire a headhunter. They get a percentage of what you sign on for. You don't got to pay up front. Like, yeah. hire a headhunter, go find you a fucking job that where you can make a hundred something thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Now you can drive what you want, live where the fuck you want, travel three, four, five times a year. Life is good, B. Yeah. Even with the inflation. Even with it. Real shit. I got nothing else. Hey, man. One more thing? Oh, about hating everybody. everybody. The the Smiths, they're just a burnt family. Yeah, they're they're an easily unlikable family. (laughs) We'll love them, we'll let them. Yeah, they, they, I, I, I love Will. Because, you know, you, you train to almost. There's an element of, uh, what's the fucking Jordan Peele movie? The first one? Get Out? There's a Get Out element to, like, what Will Smith is. Uh, it's like he trapped in that house with that crazy-ass family. And he, and he, he yeah, he, he, he know he should leave. And it's just like, whatever it is, he just stuck. Like, and it's like, I don't know if he ate Jada spaghetti. Like, it has some period blood in there. Like, I don't know what it is. But he just seems stuck. And it's like, for a man that's with that type of talent, that type of uh, financial wherewithal and all that shit. It's like, damn, Will, do you owe Jada some money? Yeah. <laughs> like, what Illuminati meeting did you go to that where this woman got this incredible hold on you and you just can't shake her? Your kids are grown. You don't owe her nothing. Yeah. Leave. There's ever a time a man should run away from his family. This is it. Yeah. Or maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. Would have been it. Yeah. That's, why the se- that's why the 70s was so great, because a nigga could just leave. <laughs> Never come back. Y'all might go to the store. Ain't no cell phones, none of that shit. You be eight blocks away. They never find you. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's crazy. In the 70s, you could dead ass leave your family. You're just a baby. Go down the street. They'll never find you. Yeah. I'm gonna just go out the back door when I leave. Yeah. I'm gonna paint the Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> go from red to I gray. told y'all I was having a conversation with my homie. He was talking about how 
back in the day, like, if people <laughs> stuck together, and nowadays nobody does. And I'm like, well, stuck together out of necessity. Yeah, it's like you didn't have options back in the day. And he was talking about his grandparents. He was like, yeah, his grandparents, they just had their 70th uh, anniversary. They're, yeah. like, both 94 or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, your grandparents got married. If they 70 years in, they got married in 1950. Niggas didn't even have lunch right. in 1950. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, you didn't have options. Think about it. If you decide you breaking up with a chick, or your chick come to you like, yeah, I want something new. I'm going to try another uh, different. Oh, Where the fuck is you going? I'm going to see you at church. Right. We're only allowed to go like four places. <laughs> Grab that. Like, we're only allowed to go four fucking places. So it's like, I'm going to see you. And I'm like, go back further than that. Like, go back. Imagine going back to like slavery and shit. And right. like, we, I pay for your freedom. We free, right? We now we free. And you get out there in the world, your chick like, yeah, I want to see other people. Where the fuck are you? Like, yeah, where are you seeing them? At? How many free niggas do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? I just got my freedom eight weeks ago. And I got yours. So where are you? Yours. <laughs> where are you going? And it's just like, yeah, that's the world now. Like, you know, we have so much access to everything. And it's like you just said with the whole cybersecurity shit. We got just, you can go work in Thailand. I've contemplated over these last couple months. Like, yo, like just going to work in Monte Carlo or going to work in France or whatever, whatever. I watch House Hunters International. These people just be going, yeah, I'm going to go work in Peru. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were hiring here for this. I came over. First time leaving the United States, so. Yeah, anybody that doesn't understand we're in a global economy is cheating themselves. Yeah. And people that just, like, aren't willing to fucking uproot themselves and, you some know, be paying cash. Yeah. yeah, like, and it's like, you go to some of these overseas places, your first X amount of money is tax-free, and they'll pay for your li- living allowance and all that shit. You just, you just making money at that first, point. First 102000 as long as you stay out of the U.S. for 330 days in a year. You don't pay federal taxes on that. I see y'all niggas in December. You know yeah, that's the, equi- that's the equivalent of making, what, 160 Nigga. Why you think we see jewels every December? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out, bro. But it's like, yeah, no, I know that because, he, like, that's really, when you're an expat, that's how it works. Like, people don't understand, like, it's expats from every nation. It's yeah. people that just go to different countries because you get different breaks. You get different laws, like, different things hit you as far as, the- shit, if you go over that motherfucker and you got a residence in Texas, Delaware, or Florida, you don't even pay state tax on the money you earn. Like, you literally only got to pay federal taxes on whatever you earn after 102, as long as you out for 330 days. So let's say you go over there and earn a buck 60, right? And you live in one of those three states. You only paying taxes on $58,000 federal, which is 25% withholding. It's an apple with years without paying taxes and keep bouncing around all the domain office. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, think about making a buck, a buck 30 tax free. Yeah. And they covering your liver and ex- you, you essentially making like three, four hundred. Yeah. Real shit. Literally. So. Because the biggest thing that anybody going to spend their money on is where they live. And where they drive. Yep. Where they live and what they drive. You get a company car and a, li- and a living oh, allowance. I get all this for free. <laughs> Nigga, and usually a company car come with a gas card. Last time I checked, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas December. Oh, Big Meech come to you like, look, I give you an apartment in a Tahoe. He's like, nigga, I'm trapping <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> I am part of BMF. Like, this shit is not a bad deal. But I got nothing else. It's been a decent show. Uh, live show this Saturday. Live show this Saturday, the 13th. Get y'all tickets. TRPE729.eventbrite.com. Everybody on YouTube, we appreciate y'all. Smash the like button, share this content. 
so that you know we can. He's been doing some doing some better numbers on YouTube. I got better strategy, got better with the hashtags and all that. But YouTube is, is starting to grow again. I mean, shout out to that. Uh, we'll have this video out probably Tuesday or Wednesday. We yeah, we'll be pumping these. We trying to start trying out. to yeah. start just pumping them out. Just do the fucking audio and the video release at the same time. There's no reason not to yeah, yeah. just get all this shit out there. It's, it's easy. It's top of mind. Uh, we got an interview coming up with an artist that just signed a really big deal, million dollar deal. Uh, we're gonna have our interview with him real soon. We're gonna timely release, put that right out. And we're just doing more robust content on Patreon. So if you're not on Patreon, get on that joint. Our VIP tier, we're doing 10 shows a month, plus additional content, resources, all of that. So patreon.com slash official TRPE. Make sure you are tapping with that. Other than that, man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all for the support. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling people about TRPE, and we're gonna keep pumping this content out. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.